Hey, I'm Ethan. Hey, I'm Mike. Hey, I'm Lindsay. I watched the first half of Mona Lisa's Smile. I watched the second half of Mona Lisa's Smile. And I watched all of Mona Lisa's Smile. And this is is the the other other half. Money. Incredible, baby. Incredible. First try. Let's go. (laughs) The most, so much energy I put into that intro. I'm exhausted. I'm completely exhausted. You You went to college that taught you how to do this. No, it taught me how to. (laughs) It's a very weird class, the other half podcast class. Plan a dinner for my my husband and his boss. (laughs) Well, you know, when you get married, they're going to want to start a podcast at some point in their life. Yeah, yeah, I would love to see the modern the contemporary finishing school of like okay your boyfriend just surprised you with a podcast episode that you have to plan snacks for <laughs> what do you do how do you dress for the podcast how do you dress for his <laughs> when you podcast get, yes when you get married your man is gonna maybe buy two monitors and you know, oh, no. for that. And plan it into your decor always have a space for the two monitors yeah you're gonna get them. here's how to juggle your pristine interior decorating with all of his wires and funko pops <laughs> For the record, I don't have that many Funko Pops. Yeah. I love how you thought that was like a very directed towards you. I don't yeah. have. I want to work. I, I figured that was the joke. The I wires sure were the pointed. Yep. <laughs> the wires are absolutely pointed. This is a this is a thing I'm trying to create so the audience thinks that Ethan is full of Funko Pops in the house, and Lindsay has absolutely added to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Um, thank you for pop, popping on the podcast, Lindsay, for chatting about this movie. Of course, happy to be here. You didn't recommend this movie to us, I think, right? Like, this I was on the list. I was wanted on the list. to. See it, and yeah. then you were like, you, you were looking at our list, and you're like, "Hey, hey, I know that movie. I like that movie yeah. a lot." Did you watch it when it like came out? I don't think I watched it like as it came out in theaters. It was one of those movies. I think with every movie I come on the podcast for, incidentally, <laughs> I just like see it in passing. Like maybe I think they probably aired it on television or something. Okay, yeah, I remember the poster, and I remember like references to this movie back when it came out, but I didn't know at yeah. all what it was about. I think the reason we put it on here on the list is because we both like heard the name, and it's a very evocative name. And, yeah, like, very sti- sticks in your mind. Yeah. Mona Lisa Smile. Mona Lisa yeah. Smile. Mona Lisa Smile. Um. And so we both were just like, yeah, we all heard of that movie. And I remember hearing fairly positive things when it came out. Yeah. But I didn't know anything about it at all. I no. had no idea. Couldn't figure out what it was. I thought maybe, honestly, my first thought. I, I want to hear this so bad. Me too. What's it going to be? Was Julia Roberts young Mona Lisa? Oh, no. I Mona Lisa was going to start. You thought it took place like the origin story of Mona Lisa. Wow. Or maybe she like knew Mona Lisa personally or something. Like I didn't know the period of this movie. I knew it wasn't back that far. I thought <laughs> yeah, it was a little you bit can, more modern. You I can absolutely. Yeah, the poster yeah. has people in like a beret and a scarf. Right. I don't think that's like. I, I assume I don't know. Maybe she was a time traveler. I don't know. Like, <laughs> okay, now it's anything, guys. Now it's Julia Roberts, Doctor Who, meeting yep, Mona exactly. Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> then she sees herself in the painting. I kind of yeah, yeah. I really do wish. Maybe that's yeah, where I kind of thought of it. Maybe I, yes, exactly. <laughs> maybe that's kind of how I thought about it. Yeah, maybe. I thought it was going to be a group of ladies who like are going to steal the Mona Lisa. <laughs> Ooh, because they got berets. So you're like, ooh, like, I thought they went Ocean, to the museum. Like, Ocean's 8. Yeah. Exactly. They went to the museum. They saw the Mona Lisa, and they're like, we got to steal that thing. <laughs> I don't know. They look at Mona know. Lisa, and they, they smile and go, we're going to steal you. <laughs> 
But it was even it was actually more like oh, what's that? Uh, the Oh Captain My Captain movie with yeah, that's dead poet. That's society. absolutely how it's like that, kind of viewed. Yeah. It's just like a female dead poet society. Yeah, yeah, I, I think I very, saw that. Very, very dark, like academia. Very dark academia. Yeah. And like, but and also very like moody and like mm-hmm. atmospheric is not the right word. But cozy? like the cozy, for yeah. sure cozy. I, yeah. I pop in and it's like winter time and everyone's wearing like coats yeah. and like scarves and I'm like I am in. All you around cute for fall. Little tiny baseball caps. Yes, I want. Some. Yeah, what? Uh, I was so confused by that. Ethan was beginning. immediately like, "What's that?" <laughs> <laughs> like it was out of everything he's seen, like the most bizarre point. Okay, of the movie. this is the beginning of the movie. To be fair, <laughs> I know, but and they all these girls walking out with these little tiny baseball hats <laughs> yeah man that's what they did back in the day back in the day when does this movie take place uh 1953 yeah that's right that's right so it's not modern day from when the movie was made it's olden but it's not that old it's not that old <laughs> from, no like, i should have been looking at like what like 1753 i don't know yeah. Mona Lisa was painted i don't know i didn't take <laughs> the i didn't take this class I, the one thing i didn't research is was when about the Mona, the Mona Lisa, Lisa painting. painting and now i feel so <laughs> You know so what? unprepared. I just shoot for I just shoot for the joke. Yeah, <laughs> okay, you shoot cool. for the hip. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, but yeah, it was like very cozy, very like charming looking film. It's really fun. To, what What my favorite thing is seeing all these young actors uh, stacked. Stack incredible stack, stack absolutely stack. we're gonna get to them i kind of want to reveal them to the audience the way i, f- I sounds found wonderful because i there's one particular person i think we all are thinking of Dude, right now that was like what in the fuck I'm you're pretty, in this movie i'm pretty sure i discovered do that we they were in this now? movie right today watching yeah. it. <laughs> it was crazy wait what do we want to mention it or do we want to get to the reveal i'll let's go do it you know, organically I let's I do it organically i've written it into the script yeah okay oh you can't not no this was amazing and it's yeah so let's 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 talk about all right the movie starts with someone basically typing on a typewriter and narrating like what is happening to Julia Roberts' character, mm-hmm. who's named Catherine Ann Watson. I'm going to call her Julia Roberts. Okay, I called her Watson. Yeah, I'm going to call her yeah. Dr. Watson. Dr. Watson, oh, because she's, she's, she's a woman, yeah. and she's in academia, and you should respect that. Okay, mm-hmm. all right. <laughs> if there's anything we glean from this Control. movie. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I don't even know if she is a doctor. Control I don't replaced. think she has a doctor. I, I think that came up in the movie that she hasn't I just called her Watson, too, because that was... Watson. Watson. I'll go with Catherine is her first name Catherine Catherine. Watson yeah Yeah, okay cool anyway so talking about how she is accepting she's from California and she's accepting a job at a very conservative college because she knows she can bring change Mm -hmm. now we're not really told who's typing this up it's kind of oh you don't know who's typing it up there's, Very interesting. There's kind of a hint later eventually you should know there's yeah I don't know if in your in your half of the movie you know I'm not I just it's think just based on like the voice because it's narrated. I think you could put two and two together. <laughs> no, this is at the very. Be- this is the very beginning, so I don't remember okay. the voice. This is very. Well, we can continue on, we and I'll let you know. Right. When... Well, it's, apparently it's a very big reveal at the end. I can let him know at the very end of the, or you'll let him know at the very. <laughs> I end thought of the it podcast. was maybe a cool I don't think reveal. we can get through this movie <laughs> without revealing it because like it is, the, yeah. the, the the typewriter is a through line. Oh, <laughs> interesting. Okay, interesting. That makes sense. Okay. Cool. Um, anyway, um, she arrives at the place. It's a very the fancy, college. very old college, yeah. very pristine. I don't think it. Do they mention the name of it? They Wesley do. Wesley College. It was an actual real it's life. It's a real college. It's an all women's college. It's a it's a member of the Seven Sisters. Yes. Oh wow! Yeah. I didn't know anything about that. Yeah. The one thing that I 
don't like about this movie is that it's set in a real college that neither do the actual college yes. like college uh the, uh, the alumni yeah, yeah exactly the alumni. I, I looked it up because the movie is supposed to say like oh this is a very like conservative like college and like a woman coming in and talking about like social issues is like looked down upon and according to literally everyone who's ever attended this college since yeah. when it started they were like that is not what it was like Mm-mm. so, so it's like why not just make up a college yeah i don't know? know why they decided to go with a real one maybe because yeah. Maybe because there's no, they wanted to get the iconicness of the setting, Maybe. and it's just like you can't fake that. You can't put like a fake name on like a college that's that iconic looking because it's a very distinct looking college. Yeah. Did they film on the actual like crown? They or? did because wow. there was a open letter that the faculty of that college put out that it's like, hey, you know, we wanted to showcase the beauty of our campus. We may not agree with all of the portrayals of oh, that okay. time. Well, that's uh, good, but you know, we stand by. Like, having them there so this and is like, clearly a work yeah. of fiction this isn't based off anything no okay no not at all I thought, well, it could have been well i mean i'm just i'm, I'm just agreeing with I'm, 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 I'm agreeing with Lindsay here yeah no this is a complete okay. work of fabrication mm-hmm. and from pretty much everyone like i read a little bit on this and it's like everyone who'd ever attended the college was like no this is not what it was like like huh. you know it was full of you know young women who you know were like had sex openly and they yeah. didn't like do this and they didn't uh-huh. do that so yeah which was sort of like weird watching it. Like, huh, I feel like this is, seems like Ethan had never heard of this college before. So you were, you would, if you were to told about this college now, just based on the movie, you'd be like, well, yeah, that was a really conservative college. Yeah, exactly. Cool. I yeah, would have exactly. thought that, yeah. but I guess not. No, no, not at all. Not. Well, at least yeah. it was an all girls college, right? So I got that right. Yes. yes. Okay. It well, yeah, yes. it still is. Can't have them all. Still is. Yes. It is. Some of the seven sisters, cool. I think two of them are co-ed now, but most of them are still all women colleges. Huh. It was a gorgeous college. Yeah, that's yeah, really it's pretty. And beautiful. actually, they shot it during the fall. It's got nice lighting. Thanks, Everything yeah. is like, you know, well, obviously you see, it's academic year, right? You so. see it through a lot of, like, pretty much year-round. Mm-hmm. Like, later in the seasons. movie, it's uh, spring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you actually yeah get to see the the, this, the the time scene. Which means that they probably were filming for, I mean, maybe they it was, like, to, fake right? snow or something. Yeah, but, they could have faked it, but yeah. still. It was still a gorgeous-looking college. Yeah. Like, wow, amazing. Um, anyway. Anyway, so. and then fucking... McNulty from The Wire shows yeah. up, and I was like, whoa, what kind of accent is he going to do? And I was like, I'm not sure. I think it's American. <laughs> he kind of slips out of it a lot. Well, he teaches, he teaches a foreign language. He teaches Italian, yeah, which he exactly. doesn't mean he does. Yeah, it's true. But he's also like the most American guy ever because... Yeah, because he went to war. He went to war. His name is fucking Bill Dunbar, mm-hmm. which I looked up because I was like, is this like a guy in Band of Brothers that they're referencing or something? Because like he is—he just sounds very, very American. Uh, he said he said Mick Nolte, uh, okay. the character from The Wire, Dude, not I'm Nick sorry. Nolte. Dude, I was like, <laughs> I feel like I, I fell through like a time portal or some I, kind of alternate like, dimension Nick where Nolte. Nick Nolte was the, the hot Italian teacher. <laughs> <laughs> Big T. I can't remember his exact. <laughs> Julia Roberts. Oh my God. Dominic West is the actor. Dominic West is the name Dominic of the actor. West, he's yes. hot in this movie. Yeah, he's nice. Very guy. charming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got to be because he's, he's a little playboy guy, kind of. That's true. He's a player. He is he's a player. A he's he's he, he strikes me as a short king. I don't know if he's all that short, but he feels like he's a nice, compact-looking <laughs> yeah, guy. You know, he, he feels kinda... like not super tall. Yeah, he's, he does have short king energy. Yeah, he does. he's great though. He's uh, the acting, and especially too, yeah, is really I can't good. I'm looking up Dominic West's height. This is a weird thing. Okay, I'm not gonna, <laughs> I know. We're not gonna out of all the that. things I could have anticipated, having to look up just in case, <laughs> like I read up on Wellesley College. No, it was like the, no. The two, the two questions is when was the Mona Lisa painted and how tall <laughs> is Dominic West? <laughs> and <laughs> <Big> no- 
This is why I shouldn't take notes. I shouldn't research because I'm not going to win. Nope. I can look up the height if you want. No, I just got to shoot from the hip. Okay, so yeah, so she he already seems he's already taking looks at Julie Roberts, mm-hmm. and uh, she just anyway, arrived. Right? She just arrived, okay. and they do like a little ritual to start off the uh, academic year. They like have all the women come into, I guess, like I don't know, like an announcement hall, like a, a nice little hall area. And yeah, they, they rush in with a little baseball hat, mm-hmm. and I was just like, "What the hats? <laughs> They're so colorful." They knock on the door of knowledge, yeah, to be admitted in. Ooh, do they actually knock on the door? Yeah, there's yes. a uh, it was ceremony. Uh, we'll see. I think it's Julia Stiles. Julia Stiles, yes. Her oh, character, plays Joni. Joan, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Joan, yeah. Her character has an actual, like, official mallet and knocks on the, the giant doors into the college. That's so cool. Yeah. Wow. So, but that does that mean she's a freshman or is that just, like, any student that's coming in? You pop that, that sucker on. I, I would really say, yeah, it's hard to tell because it's the start of the academic year, but I right. don't exactly know where they are in their graduation. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, spoilers, graduate at the end of the what? movie. That's what happens at the end of the year? At the end of the movie. Oh shit! <laughs> so it might they it might be like their senior, their senior year then year. if they're graduating. Yeah. Also, a theme of this movie is that a lot of them might not even care to finish college. That is a very good so point. So it's hard to tell. It's a very Uh-oh. good point. Oh yeah. man. So yeah. So Julie Styles. Julie Styles there. First introduction. I was mm-hmm. just like, oh, I remember you. It's yeah. been a while since I've seen you in a movie. Ten things I love about Julia Styles. <laughs> <laughs> she disappears in these roles. She does. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So it's a little. It's a cute little way to start an academic year, and I'm just like, man, college is either I don't know if this was back in the day or just. Maybe it's just because it's a smaller college. I'm just like, they really had like cool rituals and like made it fun. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. You're lucky. Now I realize like my college experience was just going and trying to hope I go to the right orientation class on time. Day. Yeah. Orientation day. You get a brochure. <laughs> you meet your RA. You I go to the cafeteria. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I want to knock on the door for <laughs> education. Yeah. Like a mildly culty thing. Just a little, like a little bit, you know? Like yeah, a little that's old like, ritual. That's what like sororities and fraternities are. About. I guess you're right. Yeah. Like, that was a whole it is thing. Very Damn, society, secret societies. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I know it was funny when you like when you when they first ran up to the door. You're like, are they rushing a sorority? I'm like, no. <laughs> I don't know. There's so many women in yeah. one room. <laughs> anyway, so then it's academic year starts. She goes and Julia Roberts tries to find. Uh, she's almost gonna stay at university housing, mm-hmm. but there's so many rules, like no holes in the walls. No hot plate and no men over. Mm. But Julia Roberts was like, I can't stay here because I cannot live a year without men. Hot plate. Oh. It's a bait and switch. Wow. Oh. Gotcha, Mike. Gotcha. It did. It did. She probably met me. men. She just wanted to <laughs> <laughs> She's like, oh, yeah, the hot plate thing's a real sticking point. Yeah. <laughs> I want hot food. Yeah. Well, so she goes and rents a room at a fellow professor's place. Who is this person? I know it's Marcia Nan- Gay Harden, I believe is her. The actress. Marcia Gay Harden. Marcia yeah. Gay Harden, sorry, yeah. She is the, um, Nancy basically Abby. the home act teacher, like the poise. She says she teaches, like, poise and a, a few other things, but it's poise essentially just, like, poise and posture. So it's essentially, like, finishing home act kind of uh, you know 19, it she teaches 1950s women things so. and the character's name is nancy is that what you said yes okay so. got it got it got yes it. I, they never say it in my half so i'm just like is this <laughs> like is this her lady? sister go is back she... to the imd page i was wondering get away from dick Dulce. yeah <laughs> i was gonna say because yes she... nancy got it got it got it Act. she uh 
<laughs> disappears at the end of my half. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I wonder who Mike's going to be. Absolutely so confused. Who his character is, what relationship She's so she judgmental about the whole, like, uh, thing that occurs later in the movie. I'm like, where does she, like, why does she have this, like, bee in her bonnet about yeah. this? Yeah. She's got several bees. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. Yeah, she does. What she reveals as she's like, first off, ugly ass room she's running out. Just <laughs> Good. She says kitsch is like in or something like that. Chintz. Chintz. It's Great a pattern. Mm. Yeah. It's a, oh, really? It's a pattern? I thought it was a vibe. <laughs> it's a lifestyle, really. That was a lifestyle. The <laughs> chintz pattern. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, Back in the okay. day. Either way, context worked for me. Lindsay's now like, searching Nick Nolte again. <laughs> <laughs> I will continue. Now I just want to know about Nick Nolte. Is Nick Nolte like, like chintz? <laughs> yeah. Um. But it's 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 you know it's a it's yeah kind of, it's a specific pattern. It's a specific flowers. pattern. Oh, oh, okay, okay, got it. Um, it's a very aggressive one might say. <laughs> well, aggressive if it's pattern. walls or chintz, bedding's chintz. Everything. All of the pillows are chintz. Woof. Yeah, it's um, just a, a flower bomb. <laughs> it's a flower bomb. Yeah. yeah, she gives a little tour of the house. She's like, "Here's where you stay." There's another roommate they have. I'm not introduced yet. Um, they have, she shows the fridge, which I think is good character building of just like this fridge is completely labeled where everything will go. And she's like, mm. I'll create a label for you later. You can put all your food down there. Oh. But it's very much like, it was like vegetables go here. This goes here. And it's just like, sounds like a home ec teachers. Like, absolutely. Thing, right? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Like she probably uses that an example and be like, this is what you should do. Um, anyway, uh, let's see, where was I? Okay. So she mentioned that there is a third yeah her third roommate is amanda armstrong who also is not a teacher at the place but she is a nurse don't worry mike you're looking confused don't worry you do not know this character. Like, oh yeah you're not gonna meet her. oh no what happens to amanda armstrong <laughs> you're gonna have You'll to find, find out, out. <laughs> she is cool i wish you met her yeah Aww. she is cool and there are brief <laughs> moments that she's there yeah. mm, okay. uh so it's the first day of school julie roberts is going to start teaching and that i at is. this point no idea what she teaches even though everyone's mentioned it before i just didn't know <laughs> and also the movie's called mona lisa smile who knows know. what she could be teaching could it... they said she was an art teacher several times <laughs> and then we get to the class and you're like oh that's what she's teaching it's kind of it's kind of nice having you around just to be like look man pizza the they, fire they fucking told you this, this. is the best thing because i can't i can't like the narrator for the, yeah the first yeah. sentence the narrator is just like my art Catherine watson art history the first, teacher <laughs> the first few minutes of any time i watch any of these movies for this podcast are you gotta blur. format those notes you gotta pick a right font. Gotta... <laughs> yeah. um Anyway, it's yeah. the first day of school. Yeah, okay, I went over that. Okay, so she's getting ready to start, and someone comes up to her. They're like, careful, they can smell fear. Mm. I'm like, oh my god, these they're going to tear you apart. And boy, did they. She goes in, introduced, it's History of Art 100, and who can tell me what this is? She puts up the very first slide of what this was, and it's like a prehistoric art piece. Right. And immediately, everyone just starts naming off what it was. They and already know. They yeah, already they've know exactly already read the knows. entire syllabus. Mm. Read not, I think not just the entire is this syllabus and the textbook too, right? Or is there yeah, not? Yeah, I think it was implied that like there's daily readings mm. that she's like expected them to like skim or not really do, and they all did it and they all memorized all, it. So like everything. that's the big annoying thing of art history is like remembering dates, yeah. locations, and titles, and they had it all down by rote. Wow. So she was going through it. First day, too. First day. And yeah. just like, I cannot teach anything because they already know everything. Right. And the reveals of click, new slide. And then suddenly it was new person who's in this movie that I was like, I recognize you. It was uh, you got Kirsten Dunst. 
You got uh, Julia Stiles, Maggie Gyllenhaal, uh, and Jennifer Goodwin. Snow White herself. Snow White herself. Snow White's <laughs> hair. For once upon a time. Also, yeah. like Kristen Redder is yes. like an extra. Barely really? talks in the yeah, movie. Bar- yeah, she doesn't have as much speaking lines in this oh. one, but like that's the thing is like even the cast that's like more of like an extra role or doesn't have a lot of speaking lines is still pretty stacked. There's it's another crazy. person from uh, Scandal. If yeah, you watch I think Scandal, I saw her too. who plays the president's wife, mm-hmm. she's also in this movie. It's so weird to see everyone. So young, especially yeah, like baby Jennifer faced. Goodwin, yeah. like yeah, everybody. I think this yeah. predates like uh, uh, Spider Man. I think maybe for uh, it's twenty. Kristen this, Dunst. Yeah, this is 20, 20, 2003. Yeah, two thousand three. So maybe it's, it's like right, it's right at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it was wild to see all of them pop up, being like. You know, oh, this is who's going to college here. Okay, mm-hmm. gotcha. These are all uh, our main characters. These are all our main characters. And yeah. they're interspersed with other people that we don't really know, extras. Um, <laughs> and she's like, you know, it's clearly shaking her. Right. Because um, they nail all the slides. She gets kind of done. And they're like, You've, has everyone read all the books? And they're like, yep, we all read them all. And they're like, well, if there's nothing else you could teach us, we can go do some independent study and leave. And they all just get up and leave. Ooh, this is those kinds Rough of classes. crowd. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and even worse... The headmaster, I don't know who the guy is, guy in charge of the one whole of school. The, yeah, one of the faculty. Yeah, like the faculty is faculty. in the back, and it just is like, None gets up, and it's just like, damn, go fucking roast, dude. <laughs> yeah, say that. Damn. 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 Mic drops. Not walks out of there. Yeah, not pockers. First time, huh? GG, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... She has to go to. I wrote the principal's office because it's the closest <laughs> thing it was, but it was basically like the head, the head counsel's office. There's like three people there, mm-hmm. um, and before that, the secretary's like talking to her and is like, "Oh, you know, um, I can't believe it. They just, you know, they wanted someone else for the job, but they couldn't get them. They went to Brown, so they settled for you. Anyway, have fun. Go into the go in and meet them. Immediately, was like, you know, no one wanted you here. Wow, it was just, like, just oh, making polite cool. conversation. Jeez, no one needed to know Rough. that. That would be awful. You're different. Yeah. We don't want you here. We don't want yeah. you here, you little Californian hippie. It's kind of surprising that you got into a school like this at all. You know? Right. I feel like that's repeated by a lot of like members of the faculty. It's like, I don't know how you got here. Yeah. But... <laughs> it's like a clerical error. Or, or maybe they like, maybe the person dropped out like at the last minute. And they're like, oh, I don't know. She seems qualified. Because it's also super legacy. She also yeah. mentioned that like a lot of it goes to former students or like people who are like donors and stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. it is very clicky. Later on, we realized too that like Kristen Dunst's mom like has control over all this kind of shit. Yeah, too. she's on the school board. So it's like kind of surprising she didn't know anybody that could teach no art history available yeah. For art history. yeah. Well, pretty maybe it's just a low amount of professors that fit their kind of niche that they mm. need a very conservative art history teacher yeah. yeah but i don't know anyway uh so then we got the guy in the lecture was like damn your first session left a lot to be desired like you're also i read some of your notes you're talking about like do you think picasso is like really important to teach her thesis which is her, her thesis, her thesis on yeah her. and she's just like do you compare to be as important as a Sistine Chapel. She's like, I mean, they're two different things. I'm not really comparing them. Yeah, she was. her thesis was going to be on how, in terms of influencing movements in art, yeah. Picasso was going to be as influential to other artists as Michelangelo was. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. I love this sort of thing when movies... This is a similar thing with, like, Titanic, where it's like, it takes place... That dude will never make it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like that fucking, sort of thing, yeah. where it's like, how do you really think this Picasso this guy... This Picasso guy is yeah. going to do gonna nothing. Get there. Yeah. <laughs> That's no. so funny. Uh, but, yeah, and so... Yeah, I also asked, like, 
you have you even like stepped in the Sistine Chapel? And she's like, I've never been to Europe. And they're like, oh. <laughs> you know? Well, yeah, so what, she came from California, right? That's the whole idea. And, yeah, like, yeah. why would you yeah. leave, bro? You know, well, it just surfs up. It's also like, I think the the insinuation also is that like another thing with this school is it's very affluent. Yes. Yeah, she doesn't come from an thing. affluent background where she could afford a trip to Europe yep. to see the sights. Right, right, right. And they look down on that. They must they pay well, right? That, yeah. Now, probably because there's one reason to fly all the way out here, right? I mean, we're it. still talking about teacher salaries. Yeah, that's true. Salaries, true. So. <laughs> and she's also paying for board, it sounds like, too. She's yeah, that's yeah, a good point. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> trying to cut costs. Speaking of which, so she actually gives a call to her uh, partner, lover, boyfriend, yeah, uh, guy, guy, fella. <laughs> if we're if we're using uh, terms at the time, yeah. fella. <laughs> fella. What's his name? Um, Paul Moore. He's played by John Slatterly. Who's whoa? Who, I saw his name in the credits. I'm like, where yeah. is this guy? Oh, he doesn't appear again. Himself. No. Wow. wow. I didn't know he would not appear again. Interesting. Uh, okay. Wait. Not my half of the movie. It, then it should have told you why in your half. I mean, I thought maybe he would come back at some point. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I see. No, he does not. Interesting. Nope. nope. Uh, anyway. Um, How's he looking in this? Because this is like early, John. He looks yeah, kind it's of funny. Insane. It's funny. It's like if Roger Sterling, instead of having like straight, like slicked back hair, yeah, had curls, slight yeah. curls. It's curly hair. Slightly because curly, he's a bohemian. Yeah. Oh. That's, that was another thing that was interesting of like how they, through costume and like hair design and stuff, how they kind of have that message of oh they're from california they have a carefree <laughs> lifestyle and i feel like it was hard with like john slatterly's character i feel like all they could do is because they still had to give him a suit to wear he right. couldn't really wear anything else so they're like oh he has a slight curl to his hair there isn't isn't his hair a little unruly <laughs> kind of do a similar thing with uh the uh with watson as well right because she has like big like curly hair as well yeah she kind of has frizzy hair but they also kind of give her like peasant tops mm. and like yeah, skirts yeah, yeah. like really flowy things that kind of point more to a bohemian lifestyle, wild lifestyle. Wild yeah lifestyle. exactly she doesn't have an a-line pencil skirt <laughs> <laughs> perfectly cut hair yeah perfectly yeah. perfectly curled hair mm-hmm. yeah well at first i thought it was her dad oh <laughs> yeah because he he is fully silver he's fully silver, fully silver oh that, so it's... he's got curly silver hair. yeah curly yeah. silver hair. so i was like eh. and then i was like oh no no no, not dad, not dad. <laughs> but he does say like that bad, huh? Damn, I hate to say I told you so. Well, sorry, like it's it's tough because he's still back in California. Oh, I see. Um, Nancy is excited. I love Lucy's on. Um, she's like, I love Lucy despite her being a communist. And then we're introduced <laughs> to uh, Amanda Armstrong, who appears the third roommate I mentioned earlier. She comes in, right? Um, and is like the only thing that <laughs> the only thing that's read about her is her hair. She's not an actual communist. Um, and then I forgot to mention before this, Nancy's dropping tea before deflecting with I love Lucy coming on by basically saying like, my husband, um, died in the war in the South Pacific, the South Pacific. Um, isn't that sad? Wow. So then right afterwards we're introduced to this new character who then she has, she's like, you want to get a drink and they're going to hang out and have like a nice little dinner. But before then Nancy takes her aside and is like, so, um, while they're cleaning dishes. While they're cleaning well. dishes, she's like, "So her, she, her companion died like a few months ago. Mm-hmm. It's been pretty recent." And uh, Watson's like, "Companion? What do you mean?" She's like, "You know, companion." She was also oh. worked at the uh, Josephine. Yeah, oh. she also worked there, and then was like, "Well, 
and she died. So I'm like, damn, that's fucking sad. People dying all over the place. A lot of yeah. partners dying yeah. in this. Yeah. Wow. <clears throat> anyway. So, wait, and I don't see her in my half of the movie. So yeah. Well, we'll get to it. We'll yeah. Find out. <laughs> um. So Watson is like, all right, I gotta, I gotta reach these kids. So she starts looking up files on each person, looking through them. And the first thing she does the next day at class is she says, fuck the syllabus and puts up a painting of, um, I think it's a painting of like a carcass. Yeah, carcass by Soutine. Yeah. Oh, okay. And everyone's like, what is this? They're all looking in their pages. Like, I don't Can't know what, find this, it. Yeah. what this is. And then Throw she's like, ball. yeah, she's like, just tell me, is it good? And Ooh. then everyone starts arguing. Is it good? Is it bad? What That's does it mean? Um, and people are like, it's gross. It's disgusting. Some people are like, I like it. Someone says it's erotic. It's all. Um, yeah. I, well, I feel like it's important to like tell what characters. That's are true. You're right. Um, Maggie Gyllenhaal's character. Yeah. So Kirsten Dunn's character is Betty Warren. Right. She was the person typewriting mm-hmm. and Spoilers. narrating in the beginning of the movie. <laughs> She was like, "You don't see her face in that. <laughs> you can hear her you voice. Hear voice. Oh, I, I can. Think she has a I very can hear voice. it. Kristen Dunst absolutely. Really? Yes, I can. Really? I can I spot a Kristen Dunst a mile away. <laughs> Just like art, I disagree. Okay, okay, so she's also like uber conservative. She yes. is. Then yeah. that's the thing. It's like how they view art is kind of your first introductory clue to who they are as yeah. people and their own ideals. So she mm. was very off the bat. She's very loud and unspoken, and she's like, "This is an art. It is grotesque." Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> I wish Connie. I almost said Snow White. I, I Snow White. I don't know her name in my house. Connie Baker. I want to say yeah. definitely Connie. Okay. Um, she was like, "Is there a law against art having to be grotesque?" Mm. And then Maggie Gyllenhaal's character Giselle Levy right. was like, "I think it's there's something aggressive about it and erotic." So mm. we're we're kind of introduced that Giselle was a little bit more of a free spirited person. Very uh, much so. Kind of the same. Kind of like a. a like reflection of Catherine Watson. It's kind of what art is, right? It's like a reflection of the you. viewer. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. exactly. That's why I really did like that scene. Yeah. And like, you know, hey, you know what? Good job. Good teacher. Yeah, <laughs> doing that. Um, and then she starts showing other pictures. One of them is even like just a picture of her mom. Mm. And like one was a drawing of her as a, like a drawing she did as a kid. And was like, is this picture of my mom art? And I was like, no, it's a portrait. And it's like, well, what if I told you it was taken by like a famous artist? Like Ansel like, Adams. Ansel Adams, Would yes. that change the meaning or how art it is? Right. And they're like, oh, that is interesting. And yeah, and she's like, I mean, let's talk. Is art something until someone says it's art? Right. You know? What is the value what of it? What is the value of meaning it? Meaning of it. Um, and then that's pretty much the end of that scene. I don't think there's anything else really, right? Well, yeah, she, well, Betty says, you know, art isn't art until someone says it is the right people mm-hmm. and if you don't know this there's there's things that keep things from being art mm. color composition even subject and if you don't know that what are we expected to learn mm-hmm. and julia roberts is like well exactly that you've outlined our new syllabus boom oh yeah what is art what makes it good and who decides yeah and i feel like this is also the beginning of this interesting metaphor the movie's making is like art and women like the idea of being yeah. judged the idea of how does it compare to other things like, how in depth mm-hmm. do you look at somebody's life and somebody's story mm-hmm. and how that reflects and how you look at art and how you interpret that and like what makes a woman a woman as well like this idea of like yeah. it, does she have to act a certain way does she and have who to dress says? a certain way and who yeah. says exactly yeah yep, exactly yep 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 um so we cut to finally we get to see all the 
the squad hanging out at their own place. The I realize they're all roommates. Uh-huh. At, um, I assume it's on campus. They're roommates. They're roommates. Um, and Betty's working on getting getting the table setting going uh, for her wedding because she's going to get married soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't realize how soon, but it's very soon. Three weeks um, away. Giselle is weirdly obsessed with the art teacher. Talked about, like, do I look like her? And I didn't understand why. Comes into play later. Um, she makes, but then she kind of was like fantasizing about like why she came here. Like she had to escape California because she had like an affair with a movie star. Um, and yeah, they keep bringing up. She like went to UCLA. They really like to like, yeah. uh, it's fa- like fantasize. New, yeah, yeah. It's like the new, the, like the new fish out of water mm-hmm. and all the rumors that surround her and the mystique that surrounds her. Like I love, cause later on too, they say like, Oh, you from like Hollywood. And she's like, not really. Like, <laughs> it's not UCLA. Isn't that close to Hollywood. But yeah. that's like, the only frame of reference well, they I, have for know, what California is. People just you know? say, I'm from LA. You're not going to say more than like, Oh yeah. yeah, I'm in, you know, Inglewood or I, whatever. Wasn't there, I forget who it was but someone in your half of the movie there was like a worker at the at the school that talks to julia roberts and she's like how do you californians get all your work done with all that sunshine (laughs) and then she responds uh she responds with oh we just tan inside yeah she's like really (laughs) that's awesome yeah and i was like that's a very relatable like yeah why are you here why are you here i'm like i live in california every time you go traveling anywhere outside of california like why'd you leave it's because i see it every day yeah Yeah. you know i want to see something different change of pace yeah look at all these seasons over yeah. here yeah exactly. seasons ours just kind of happen and mold together into one warm hot cold type situation um <laughs> uh, anyway so uh julia styles arrives back late she's been hanging out with her her lover and comes home and um they're all talking and someone finds giselle's contraceptive uh-huh. um she's got it from the school nurse amanda oh, armstrong Oh, very, thank you. Very interesting. Okay. Um, And so (laughs) she, Betty is very upset about this. She's like, how dare they just handing this out? They're encouraging, you know, our young women to be floozies sort of thing. Promiscuity. Also, I didn't know this and I hadn't actually looked at the law. Apparently it was illegal at that time. To have contraceptives. Yeah. Oh, wow. I think, I don't know the exact details, but I'd imagine it's like, if to an unmarried woman giving them contraception mm. could be illegal, but I don't know the actual history. I thought that was very surprising to me that it was like flat out illegal. That's pretty crazy. That yeah. Pretty crazy. Probably in like that part of the, I thought it was always frowned upon, Yeah, but I didn't know like it's... at some point it was flat out illegal. Yeah. Similar to like, uh, I mean, it's not the same here, but like with, they mentioned like divorce eventually in my half of the movie too. And it's yeah. the thing of like, that's legal, but people don't like it. You know? right. I mean, that's the thing. Yeah. They didn't even hand out like bank accounts to women back then. Right. Yeah. Like, exactly. so yeah, that's I guess true. it kind of makes, you kind of have up. a bank account at that time. I don't think. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway. So then, yeah. So Betty's a fucking narc and writes on her little typewriter, which <laughs> Again, is why the typewriters. I was, the typewriter. She does a lot of like, typing. I think that's probably her. <laughs> she does I just didn't want to like be a hundred percent sure. You you're know, fair, you're fair. But why why would she be writing about the teacher, you know? Because right now it seems like she's Exactly. That's why I was like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what that interesting, interesting, is. interesting. But you know, there's clues. Um, <laughs> <laughs> for someone perceptive like me, definitely yeah, not getting you any figured it hints, out. like you know, voices or anything like that. <laughs> her voice had a different wig on. <laughs> she did uh, dye her hair for this movie. Yeah. yeah. Oh did she? Oh, yeah. Because yeah. it's like brown, I think, but it's like she's kind like of naturally... auburnish, yeah. Right. She's like naturally blonde, so okay. she had like diet for oh. this. Yeah. Anyway, um, so she writes it in the school newspaper at the the nurses distributing contraceptives, and oh it's like goodness. bad. And of course, it's front page news on the newspaper. I don't know why you run that as front page, but you know. 
It's um, like a school newspaper. Yeah, like, what right. are they going to talk about? What else are they talking also, about? Also, yeah, if it's illegal, it is. Oh yeah, I guess pretty, right. If it's illegal, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. It's illegal. It's, it's a, a pretty yeah. it's a yeah. pretty pretty fucking big deal. Yeah. <laughs> to an all girls school. Yeah. At the time. Fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. Um sorry guys. Thank you for having this discussion about the newsworthiness of uh, the spider school newspaper. Yeah. Um, let's see. So then we got old Bill Dunbar showing the article Julie Roberts. He's like, oh my god, I know that's I know her. She's like the person that I am roommates with. Mm. And then Nancy pulls her aside and is just like, you know, that Bill Dunbar guy, he sleeps with his students. And I'm like, this Nancy, she is so fun to have around. She's just telling you all <laughs> She's the dropping to you left and right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She knows everything. She, she knows, knows everyone's everything. business, yeah. which is crazy because she doesn't leave the house. It's true. It's yeah. crazy. In my half of the movie, it's like, leave. Go somewhere. She's like yeah. watching TV she, like, the whole time. I think she like goes to visit her parents like once. Yeah. yeah. I don't know where she knows this information, but yeah. must have been in the halls. She's yeah. got her little birds. Yeah, right that's right. <laughs> Uh, so then, let's see. Uh, we cut to uh, Kristen Dunst. What wedding planning with her mom? And her mom is very, 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 very conservative. Very. So much. So very judgmental. Very, very judgmental. overbearing. Yeah. Very yeah. overbearing. Um, she has an idea, I believe. Is it the poem that she wanted to bring up? Yeah. She, she wanted uh, She wanted Kristen Dunst, Kristen Dunst to get her husband or fiance to read out a poem during their um, like wedding? writing speeches. Oh, okay. Um. Okay, yeah, so she did want to do that, but then she's like, don't tell your, um, don't tell your husband what to do. Give it to him like it's his idea. Oh, yeah, because yeah. hu- her fiance didn't want to. Yeah. Mm. So she's like, oh, he's not going to read it out. I think that's okay. I told him it's fine. And she was like, it's not fine. You have to learn <laughs> you have to how to this. get your husband to do what yeah. you want him to do and be a good wife. So you get him to read that damn poem. <laughs> like, she kind of strong arms her a little bit. It was kind of a scary little moment. I, I, I see her several moments in my half of the film as well. And I'm like, this lady is straight up evil. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's she's hard bad. to watch scenes she's with rough. her. She's bad yeah. old money too, right? Like she's yeah, very, very absolutely. old money. Yeah, exactly. Super judgmental. And now the nurse has to go before the headmaster lady, who is basically like... What's well, her name? Which, the nurse or... The, the headmaster. I have no idea. Head, think, headmistress. Headmistress, whoever she is. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. She's I gray. She kind of looks name. like B. Arthur. She does. <laughs> I was like really trying to figure out what her name was. She really does. Time. No, I did I'm not. looking it up. Okay, okay, thank you. Um, <laughs> why are you looking it up? Anyway, she uh, is basically like, look, well, you can't... I was arguing with the board for a while, and I said that you're going to stop this whole uh, giving contraceptives to people, and you're going to make a public statement. She's just like, I disagree with that. That's stupid. Like, I'm sorry about this, but, like, I can't do that. She's like, it doesn't matter. You don't have to do it. They let you go regardless. Even if you made those concessions, she's like, no, you can no longer work here. And they basically had her, like, sign a thing and get on out of here because of that. President Jocelyn Carr. Ooh, ooh. She's the president of okay. the school. Got it. President. Ooh. President. Sorry. Jocelyn Carr. Probably school board. That yeah. makes more sense. Than... Yeah, the school board. I'm yeah. sure she was trying to appeal to. Got but... it. Jocelyn Carr. Uh, anyway, so then we got Julie Roberts, and she's like going home, but there, unfortunately, there's a whole class, whole ass class going on and where she lives it, because it's the poison posture. Uh, Nancy's running her poison posture class in her own house. What? In the dining so room. Just, yeah, in her living room. So she's, she's like, come join. And she's like, no, I'm good. I'm going to go. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be not. here. No. Um, So she goes and goes and has like a, a drink at a bar with uh, fucking... Um, McNulty? McNulty, yes. 
That's going to throw What's me off all day. I'm trying to remember what his actual Bill name Dunbar. is. Bill Dunbar. Bill Dunbar. Dunbar. Come on. It's the <laughs> most you could also American say name. Dominic West. Dominic West Dominic is another West. great thing, and not but just no, a character from a TV show. Anything but McNulty. Yeah. No, <laughs> sorry. That's, that's where me and Mike going from. You. That's right. That's right. Just got it. All right. Big, uh, <laughs> I was going to say the right one, too. Bill Dunbar. Got it. Got it. Got it. Bill Dunbar. Yeah. It's like, I feel like that name is so... Like I just feel like I could just feel the scratchiness on his beard. That with is that true. Name. That is true. Like you could light a like a light a match on it. <laughs> uh, so then we got we cut, Nancy's actually doing her class, and our four students are in there. And um, oh, who has it made that snide comment? Basically, they're like said a comment that was like, "We don't need to learn this. This is dumb. Like this is a silly class." I mean, that um, sounds like something that Kirsten Dunst's character would say, but no, no she, Kristen Kristen Dunst, Dunst is all about, all about it because it's about how to be a good housewife. Oh, I'm sorry, they were talking Giselle about the art probably, class. No, I mean, no, 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 we're in the Giselle was the one that was like making snide comments. Yeah, I don't she, know. Okay. She was that sounds that like, exactly. Yeah. And then Nancy was like, "Listen, you think this is an easy A? But after this, after college." Your only responsibility will be taking care of your husband and children. Ooh. And I'm like, yeah. why are we in college then? Like, why are we, why are we here for this? That's an interesting That's question. Interesting the movie poses. Yeah, yeah isn't it? exactly. Like, why are we, why are we doing this then and going all this way if it's like it doesn't matter in the end? Well, because you know, you wanna... it's still you still value education. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's got and probably like ups your rank in the quote-unquote dating pool i would assume back well then. and, that's and it's also a status symbol yeah too, yeah because it is society that's a thing that like later on like watson has to like contend with is like you have all these housewives now that know so much about the world and like have yeah. all these you know like education and they're not using any the of it smartest no. in the country exactly exactly and they're still just like housewives Damn, basically is, man, think about and she sees that as an issue yeah uh anyway bill dunbar is talking to watson and is like hey you got any you got a boyfriend she, he's like, yeah. He's like, oh, if you were mine, I would have never let you leave. And I'm like, that really explains a lot about him. All right, well then. Yeah. At and first, well, I thought, yeah, her response is, I wouldn't have asked her permission. Hell yeah. yeah. I, I was at first, I was like, this guy seems kind of okay. And then every lo- every little news, <laughs> he's I hear using about the him. same lines that would get him slapped. Well, it's not slapped, but just like it, that would be seen as like the hot guy of the day. Oh yeah, yeah. He's yeah. very like. Not chauvinistic, but like he is domineering. Yeah. Very domineering. domineering Dominic. That's what they call yeah. him. <laughs> that's right. That's a great okay, way to remember his name. If that helps name. you remember it, I'll that take it. Helped. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, um, so, oh, okay. So Julia Roberts goes home, finds that Betty's being let go. He's like, I'm so sorry to hear about this. And Betty's like, you know, it used to be like just a slap on the wrist if I did something like this, but now there's like a com- they have a whole committee for protecting this place. And it's like who are they? Per- who are they really protecting by doing this sort of thing? Yeah. What are they protecting? Who are they protecting and from what? Yeah, yeah and from what? And um, she's just like, well, I should have left when Josephine died. There's nothing left to love here anyway. God damn, dude. Sad. 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 And then we never see her again. Yeah, she's we don't. Not my half either. She also says one line that I want to oh, yeah. mention just because it kind of it, it kind of comes back later is uh julia roberts you know wonders and poses the question like do you think that they think you're dangerous and she's like no not dangerous but subversive mm-hmm. so subversive as a descriptor mm. for someone is gonna come back oh mm. yeah it, definitely for someone like what watson's doing exactly. <laughs> in this yeah, school very much so. very subversive yeah um so let's see uh julia styles goes to watson actually after hours and goes because she got a C on her paper, and she <gasps> on never the art history paper on her art history paper. But that's because she referenced, in fact, perhaps just took the ideas of a great uh, art critic on her thoughts on this work. Strauss. 
Got it. And instead of actually like, um, you know, thinking of her own and like coming up with her own opinions, mm-hmm. she's like, oh, well, you can do it again. Here's another chance. Here you go. Um, and she's like, she sees that her file's on Julie Roberts' desk. And she's like, oh, uh, can I see that? And she reads it and it's like all these great accolades. She's in charge of all these things. But she, d- she mentioned that she said straight A's until now. Which Ooh. I thought was funny. Um, she's like, "Oh, you're gonna go. You're trying to like, you're was it pre law? She's pre law. Yeah. yeah, she's gonna be a lawyer. Um, she's like, so you're gonna go to law school? And she's like, Oh no, I'm I'm gonna be married and not go to law school. Mm. Um, she's like, Wait, so you like never even like thought about it at all? Like, okay, if you imagine you weren't getting married, like what law school would you go? To? She's like, Oh, I don't know. I I never thought about it. I guess Yale. Um, because they have a slot. They have a, a special section for women to go and there's they actually have some reserve slots and all this like goes on in detail about mm-hmm. yale's She's program an, an unofficial of one of those slots yeah. is reserved for a wellesley girl apparently mm. oh and then okay i didn't know what wellesley meant and i realized now that's the name of the college, the college. <laughs> <Yes. Yep. laughs> um anyway so and then she just like makes a comment like oh so you clearly never thought about this so now the next scene is kristen dunce goes to julia styles uh while she's sleeping and is like hey i heard rumors that um, my fiance and your boyfriend are picking out a ring for me. Tommy. It's time to get a little, it's time to get a little married. And she's like, oh, that's cool. She seems kind of excited, but Kirsten Dunst is the most excited. She's like, we're going to live together. She's going to be neighbors. Blunt. We're going to be best friends. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. We're going to get engaged. We're going to like hang out and be best friends forever. And our babies are going to be best friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's her dreams are coming true. Her dreams are yeah, coming true. And she true. thinks that's Julia Stiles' dreams yeah, are exactly. coming true. Yeah. Um Joan. Joan. I can't Joan. just call her Julia Stiles. Uh, <laughs> well, that's I, I, I know. I I, I'm falling into it. Yeah. Now. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. I'll use their real names. I don't have their character names. I called them Snow White, Watson. (laughs) Watson's a character name. That's her name. Joan is Julia Stiles. Betty is Kristen Dunst. Got it. Catherine is Julia Roberts. Got it. Got it. Got it. And Giselle's making Joan. Yeah, Giselle. That's right. The governor arrives. There is a big fancy wedding going on. I'm like, wow, who's this fancy wedding? Everyone's invited. Every single person. In fact, Julia Roberts is like, why am I here? And um, why is she there? Bill Dunbar is like, everyone's here. Everyone's oh. invited. Like, Can't you tell? We'll look around who wasn't invited. Right. They also point out the Joneses. And he, Bill, he says, Bill Dunbar says, you know this phrase, keeping up with the Joneses? That's who it's based off of. Oh. Like, that's how fancy this place is. Mm. Um, is that true? I don't know. <laughs> that's what he said. But it's Kristen Dunst's wedding. It's like her mm. actual wedding. And I'm always like, damn, this shit's crazy. Because she's very high society. That's right. Very high society. Do you ever see the mom's house? It's fucking nuts. It's like a yeah, massive you, mansion. You see the foyer. It's yeah, crazy. The yeah, it's crazy yeah. looking. I Big didn't know that. Spiral was a foyer. staircase. It's yeah. wild. I see it later in the movie. I'm it's like, like a townhouse. Yeah. I yeah. see. I, until you mentioned that, I didn't know that was her house. I thought that was just the place they went to go t- talk about wedding stuff. No, man. No. That's, that's, her, that's where she lives. That's, that's nuts. That's the house well, that not, she grew up in. Not where the wedding is. No, no. I'm talking about like in the previous oh, scene yeah, yeah, where yeah. she was talking with, the, um, with her mom about like her husband. and like. I don't do think that's thing. their house. You I don't think, think that's the venue. Oh. Her, yeah. You do see like the foyer of their actual house. It's like a later. spiral staircase. Yeah. And it's very large. I forget whose half it would be. In. It might have been my... I okay, definitely see it then. But yeah. It's just crazy to see it. I'm like, Jesus Christ, you grew Nuts. up in this place. Um, then we got the reception. Maggie Gyllenhaal. Okay, excuse me. Giselle, Giselle. Goes and talks to Bill Dunbar. 
and because he's trying to make a move on Watson, and he's not, she's she's just not having it at all. Mm. Um, and then let's see. So she goes and takes him to dance, and I'm like, there's already kind of like a weird thing of like, I don't know. I feel like if people would talk, right, if they saw that, because it already seems like it's taboo. Yeah. Well, no, because there's this kind of this it's this kind of culture where you can just dance with people. That it's is not because there's scenes where like later on she dances. She with, dances uh, with Tommy, Tommy yeah. Julia Roberts, or Catherine, <laughs> Catherine Watson yeah, yeah, dances yeah. with Tommy, mm-hmm. and it's just like kind of cut in like. It's like part of the dance too. I think they you say can like dance with switch. whoever, yeah, switching, yeah, yeah. switching. Yeah. yeah, it's like part so of the whole thing. I mean, there's a lot of subtext and mm-hmm. innuendo that you can read into their body language, but I think the act of dancing with people is necessarily. It's like little, it's like little like hats. You know, back in the day, that was just all the rage, <laughs> and nowadays you see a person with a little, a little <laughs> tiny hat, and you're like, you're judging mm-hmm. them. I'm judging them. It's yeah. true. It's true. It used to be different back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, Nancy's trying to flirt with the bartender. Says that her dead husband reminds. Uh, <laughs> reminds her of him, oh. and I'm just like, oh my She's god! She's plastered on She's Manhattan. Plastered. Oh man, you love to see it. <laughs> love to no see wonder it. she doesn't like to go out. I, she's a lightweight, absolutely. Yeah. Well, she I probably mean, went out for the free it's drinks. It's probably a culture thing. You you probably don't drink a lot. Yeah, that's true too. If you're trying yeah. to like remain poised. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fair. And then so Connie is dancing with this nerdy guy with glasses. Did you recognize and him? Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> so nerdy, I'm so excited. This nerdy guy with glasses, and they're dancing, and she leaves. She's like, oh, you don't have to keep, you don't have to keep dancing with me. Which yeah, is, we're, we're done. He's like, what the heck? Is this a brush off? It's like, Betty's cousin, and Betty, yes. earlier in the movie, when Connie was expressing like happiness about getting to meet him, a possible bachelor, mm-hmm. um, Betty kind of has just brushes her off and puts her down and says oh he's only doing it as a favor to me yeah and so connie is trying to be like hey it's okay i know i'm a favor you don't have mm-hmm. to you don't have to keep dancing with me it's so sad to see yeah like, her, like tearing Just herself down tearing yeah. herself down because her her only friend <sighs> yeah or her best friend yeah seemingly will just tear her down yep. immediately mm-hmm. but he's Very like simply. no i want to dance with you and he takes off his glasses and like superman <laughs> <laughs> you find out honestly that's when i blurted it out it was like clark kent taking his glasses off yeah. i was like oh my god that's it, it's the cousin from the cousin. bear yeah, from the bear yeah i was it's watch- richie it's richie. i was watching he's also like an andor oh, yeah, and shit an too. Andor, yeah i was oh, watching yeah yeah I was watching it and my wife like walked in and saw him with the glasses on and was like, who's that nerdy looking guy? And I'm like, that's the guy for the Dude. bear. And she's like, oh my God. I know. What <laughs> Coke bottle glasses will do to a face. Truly. It is also Crazy. wild though, because even then he still looks different. Like way it's the different. Hair. It's the hair. It's the hair. Yeah. yeah. And he's so young. That's he's what's so blowing young. my mind is like, like, everyone is a little baby faced. He is so baby faced. Especially compared mm-hmm. to like, Jennifer Goodwin, who looks basically the same she does now. She's she looks man. younger, but she's more more or less. She is pretty much no way. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, this guy has changed completely. He's got like a beard, short hair. Yeah, you know, like, very different. But yeah, it is. <laughs> it's I don't know. It's impressive. What? It is. <laughs> he's transformative. Like he's yeah, he's aged too, but he's like physical features are. Oh also yeah, yeah, as yeah, well. yeah, yeah. I thought you were trying to make fun of me not being able to recognize faces. <laughs> no, I would never no, do I, that. Like I said earlier. I've watched this movie several times. I know the stack cast. I can pick out Kristen Ritter just yeah. in a crowd of students. Yeah. I just now realized <laughs> that was Richie from the Bear. But also, today. was he on your radar like back when you saw about the last I time? I mean, 
not as much but like i feel like he had been in stuff mm-hmm. or like i would have at least like later on when like on repeated viewings i think it just goes to show too like he is a good actor like yeah. i see nothing of his character no, in the bear in this, in, this, no. in this particular situation i was looking for a chicago accent yeah me too <laughs> where is it or it's just yelling at people he just, like never raises his th- voice. i know yeah that's the problem is is that like when i first saw this movie he was like a very sweet character but now i see there's like just be- just because of how i know him from the bear just, there's like this little undertone of like aggression that i'm waiting to come this out i'm like he's gonna anger. he's gonna blow he's up any second now yep, yep. he's gonna drop a game he's gonna say out. something but no he's this no, is, he's, he's really the same sweet. yeah he's the same very sweet character yeah very nice guy um where nancy reveals because she's plastered as hell like hey watson you know my husband's actually not dead he's technically got a wife and kids and a mortgage Whoa. and it wasn't supposed to turn out like this I'm like, damn. That that's, sucks. That's and this is a pattern that yeah, the rest of the movie. Yeah, it is a pattern. Because she, yeah. she is like a home ec. Like, she's teaching people, women, how to be good housewives. Be good housewives. And yet her, her marriage. Probably anyways. why she lies about it, right? Like, yeah, yeah. because that would affect how people, people judge her. People judge yep. her. And yeah. maybe even her job. Like, oh, you yeah. never even know. And there, that's another thing. There's a lot. That exact situation is repeated for a lot of different characters of, when a man goes off to war and comes back, there it ch- it changes everything, mm-hmm. and like marriages break up. There's a mm-hmm. lot of characters that have that exact same situation. Yeah, this comes up later as well. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Um, so now Watson goes and takes the class to see some new hot new hot new artist, and he. I wonder who it is. Oh, he's gonna drop yeah. it out. Yeah, it's now Mona Lisa. No. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to see if you can guess the. This guy's never gonna make it artist. I I have a pretty good idea. Pretty yeah, good probably. I, well, I'm just thinking about the time. Di- the time she's a modern woman, mm-hmm. like you know, Picasso is like becoming an established name. So I'm gonna guess it's probably like a Jackson Pollock. Whoa! <laughs> oh my ding 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 ding! Drops the crate down. And big old Jackson Pollock. Big old Jackson Pollock right there, baby. <laughs> Splatters everywhere. Gotta love it. Gotta is love it, it. Is it Jackson Pollock actually in the movie? I couldn't tell who that guy was. He was he like revealing his new workers. He just had a Jackson He's Pollock. He's bald. No, that guy is like a, what I'm assuming is just like an art, not an curator art dealer, but guy. like, a, like yeah, someone who works for a curator okay. or is in that space and has access to when yeah, I, paintings I, get shipped to different choice. museums and different showings. And I didn't want to be like, look, it's Jackson Pollock. That's not here. Jackson Pollock. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody pops up. Mr. Pollock, I love your painting. Dude, first of all, he's way—he's way too cheery. Yeah, yeah exactly. He's not true. Drunk. happy. Yeah, exactly. He's well, actually, he's not a, chain smoking. There is an interesting overlap with this and the movie Pollock. Uh, Nancy, the lady that plays Nancy, is in the Jackson Pollock movie. Uh, yeah, she plays uh, Pollock's wife, Marsha. Yeah, Marsha oh, Gay Harden was in the, the Jackson Pollock movie. She I got love a. Her. She's amazing. And she got uh, her, like, Academy Award from that movie, which is, like, crazy. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. So it's it's interesting. But anyway. Um, Side note. No, it's all good. It's all good. Fun fact. Uh, Anyway, so everyone's just like, wow, this looks like ass. You know, they're they're all making fun of it, kind of. And she's just like, everyone be quiet. (laughs) <laughs> you don't have to write anything about this. Up. Shut the fuck up and, and look, look at the, at the painting. I, I could do that. Yeah, <laughs> like the. I mean, like I know it's kind of corny because it's like this guy oh, will never yeah. make it. But yeah. like the idea that you can get that close I know, to, to a, a Jackson Pollock. Pollock, a new Jackson which is the, the kind of painting you want to get close to because yeah, then you actually really see the life. texture and the like the life butts. in it yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly <laughs> the smell of the smoke the somehow smoke. overtaking the and it's anger it's new you've never seen anything like yeah. that before exactly like, that's what's so cool yeah. she said like just 
you don't even have to write a paper on it. Just sit here and consider it. Just walk up to it. And it's got, you know, everyone looks up at it. And I think that's where the poster came from. Like, you the, could touch. See, they got close. They you could touch it close. if you wanted you can to. see, like, so crazy. They show, even the camera, like, has an angle where you can see all, like, the, the you know, the light. paint splotches and kind of the, the details and mm-hmm. the texture. Um, so, that, I don't know. I thought it was really, I thought it was a really nice moment. That's cool. That, that was really, I don't know. It, the way it was shot and everything was a lot different than, like, kind of the kind of the stuffiness of the academic world and because this is like out in like a warehouse it's like raining it's hard to find mm-hmm. it's like all the lighting and everything just feels a lot different it feels a lot newer it feels like everyone's kind of being exposed yeah. well, to well, a new like art form or art piece or some new form of expression that they haven't seen before yeah. just the way the lighting on their faces yeah it's exactly the lighting exactly it's like very bright very soft it's almost like kind of like not to be super cheesy but it's like kind of like a very like angelic light mm-hmm. kind of or like a very ethereal. like ethereal light that yeah. it's kind of like the, a transformative moment for them oh definitely well yeah like i said you're seeing something totally new like yeah. never seen anything like this before and it's a cool thing if like if it's in like a like a rundown little warehouse like mm-hmm. yeah that's where this art started you know it doesn't begin that's where it starts and that's where it travels to exactly like, exactly to see it stripped of like this the Pump. sterile nature yeah. of art galleries and museums that can kind of keep people at a arm's distance Definitely. from actual experiencing the art exactly of note betty was not there no because betty got married so she's on her honeymoon there so she did not, not get to she's this. missing yeah and, and um, connie even whispers to Catherine, she's like thank god betty's not here yeah she'd hate she'd it she'd hate it yeah um okay speaking of which connie's playing chill and the nerdy guy comes oh, and yes. kisses kisses she, him. I don't know. We know his actual name. I called him uh, Beach Boy because in beach my boy. I see him on the beach for the first time <laughs> in my half of the movie. He has a name. I can look it up. Oh, I can I'm look sure, it up. I'm sure he has a name, but I was just wondering if he even had it off the top of their head. Beach Bear Boy. Beach Bear Boy. Ooh. <laughs> oh, it's uh, Charlie Stewart. Charlie. That's I remember right. Charlie, Charlie Stewart. Wow. What a, another all great all American name. Yeah. <laughs> that's. I think that's why it's hard to remember some of them because it's just very they're very, very Charlie, Bonnie, like Connie, Connie, Nancy, Zell's like the coolest name Gisele, and, yeah giselle's very easy to yeah, remember yeah. <laughs> uh the headmaster or excuse me the president president is talking to um watson is like hey you're flying you're not flying home right Cause she's like no i'm gonna stay here he's like oh you're gonna enjoy the weather have a good time because it's now winter break mm-hmm. and um she's like but just let you know we got some complaints about kind of your Unorthodox oh. text that way of teaching. Mm. Um, she's like, well, why don't you stick away from less of the modern art if you want to keep your job? Oh, I it's see. It's a very charged, very, friendly chat. A very threatening, friendly chat. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, have a, a nice, have a nice time, and she leaves. Um, then we cut to Betty double dating with Joan. Um, They're having uh, Betty, you know, brand new, married. All very excited. Joan is Julia Stiles' character, by the way, for those who yeah, may be yeah. confused by the swapping back and forth. But yeah, they're Betty's new house set up, and she's entertaining. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So How is the house? Is it just like a it's, cute little it's, starter home? It's, yeah, it's your, it is your, like, basic 50s starter home. Got it, yep. got it. Like, I complete with, like, a percolator, and I remember, <laughs> I, can, oh, I can, like, viscerally smell it, because my grandma had a percolator. Mm-hmm. Every time I hear the little pop of it brewing oh, it's man. like it just takes me coffee back enthusiasts, man all they do is talk show like i listen to some coffee on percolators yeah. i bet but yeah. like it has a very distinct smell and it's very comforting it's of the time as well. it's definitely yeah i get it time. definitely could be very nostalgic because it's definitely very distinct well it's, yeah. a very, it's a definitely a very like 
almost Folgers kind of smell because I think they use like instant coffee or like yeah. coffee like pre-ground coffee so I can see why it's probably yeah. <laughs> like shunned by coffee enthusiasts it just like extracts so much more than it's supposed to basically yeah but so that's why it's like almost it's like purity. it's purity it's purity it smells nice um <laughs> so yeah so they're going on the double they're going on the double like date kind of hanging out uh, they mentioned that Betty's partner who's played by Topher Grace yes Tommy. I see him once in my head movie, funny, and I'm like, wow. Which is funny to me, considering Spider-Man. Oh, yeah! <laughs> I know. Oh, Venom. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Better get him. Venom. Get him. <laughs> the old Eddie Brock, the original. Yeah, that's right. Uh, anyway, so then, yeah, he's like, he just made partner. Very excited. But, like, they don't really seem to have a spark. They don't really seem very excited. They don't have that kind of love connection that you could see that uh, Joan has with uh, her Tommy. Tommy. Boyfriend. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, Joan and Betty go and have a little side talk and they start talking. She's like, I got to admit something. Can you not keep a secret? She's like, yeah. It's like, um, I got pre-accepted into Yale and <gasps> Betty is upset. Her so much. It's like you completely. told her she like was, she decided to go to war. Ugh. Basically. Like, like you're you ruining your whole life. You're you were so close to getting everything you wanted. She's so like, you're going to get married. It. She's like, yeah, I mean, may, I mean, I don't know if I'm going to get married. He hasn't proposed yet. And even if I do, I can do both. She's like, you can't do both. Mm. You can't do both Who's of that. He's going to run the percolator. <laughs> He's going to make the coffee. Exactly. Um, and so she's very upset, but like, turns out Betty's husband's got to go anyway because he's got to go to New York. He got a phone call real quick. Mm-hmm. They're like, "Boss needs me in New York. Gotta go right now." Sorry, guys, can't hang out. And I'm What's just his like, name? Spence. Spencer, I Spencer, believe. Yeah. That's right, yeah. Um, but yeah, he real madman vibes from yeah. this guy. I didn't mention yeah. that um, <laughs> during their wedding, he did indeed do that that poem that he yeah. Wrote, uh, that the last she, minute, she's like, "It was your idea, don't you remember?" And he's mm-hmm. like, "All right, I'll do it." Sure, yeah. Doesn't care so, that much. Doesn't care. Doesn't care. Well, that's what's sad is like how he introduces it is like, yeah. "I want to tell you how much I love you, but I don't know if I have the words, so I'll just default to your favorite poem." And it's like he didn't even think he didn't. Even it's such think a simple idea to be like. I'm going to read your favorite poem. And he couldn't even do that. Yeah. He had to wait for her to give the idea to him and get the poem for him and give it to him. Like it really feels like this marriage thing for him uh, is like a transactional thing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. You don't really see them dating as much as you see Tommy and Joan dating. So I'm like, I have no idea how their dynamic was before marriage. Yeah. This it's, it's kind of, it's kind of too, it's almost too, obvious and on the nose how cold and bad their marriage is there's like not a lot of nuance i'm like to the point where i'm like did they ever even like each other like i can't imagine yeah because especially later on it's just like what was going on there between these two but but i was gonna say does it even almost the movies kind of make a point that like did it it even even matter matter? doesn't matter yeah no that's why i was mentioning like transactional yeah it's very yeah Yeah. it could be very transactional even for her in some ways now she's realizing that like oh i'm married could be from a very good family or just a very like he had a good a really good job yeah exactly yeah maybe she's now realizing like oh maybe maybe marriage marriage is gonna change yeah he doesn't care about this as much as i care about this Mm -hmm. yeah um so well we've got another surprise freaking um watson's man (laughs) is here Oh yeah, Sla- Slattery. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> John Slattery. John Slattery. Yeah. Uh, he's yeah. That one I forget all the time. I yeah. can look it up. He f- he flew he flew in basically. He came all the way from California. Aww, he's like, Paul Moore. Paul got it. Paul, Paul Moore. More. Another Paul. like. God, God, a lot of gray, lot of Anglo gray names. names. Gray yeah. name. Gray <laughs> name. <laughs> um. Yeah. So they go and they go to the bar. They have a nice little drink. But he's like really excited. He's like, you know what? Mm. 
I will, I love you so much. I'll move this. I would move to this place for you. In fact, Aww. why don't you make me an honest man? He gives her puts a ring on her finger. Um, and she doesn't really seem that hype about it because they hadn't seen each other for like three months, and then he shows up for the Christmas break. They're getting a drink at a bar, and he's like, "Hey, we're married. Let's get married." Yeah. Well, yeah. it makes it more awkward when Giselle and Bill Dunbar show up together, and they're like, "Oh, hey, we recognize you. Who's this guy?" And they introduce each other, and they see right. They see the well. Paul well, introduces her, uh, Catherine, oh. as his fiance. Oh. She was not going to do that. She was not going to do that. Yeah. I think she was going to say like friend or something like that. Right. Right. Um. So it got a little awkward, and she's just like, oh, "Okay." So they go home. And she's like, you got to sleep downstairs. You can't sleep with me. And she's like, he's like, I flew so far. What do you mean? And she's like, yeah, she has rules, you know, yeah. rules the house, which is funny. Cause Nancy. the house that she moved away from originally didn't have, also had that. Had, rule. Also had that yeah. So it shows that like, there's something a little bit more than that. Mm-hmm. If yeah. she was really happy, I think she'd be willing to skirt the rules. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she starts putting that up, but setting up the downstairs. Does he have a hot bed. plate though? Yeah, well, they have a whole stall. Well, They're uh, Nancy cooks dinner for them. Oh, yeah, yeah, Breakfast yeah. and lunch are on them, but Nancy cooks for them. That's nice. That's, that's pretty, pretty dope. Good. <laughs> I'd move in there. Yeah, that's a pretty good setup. I know. I'd live with Nancy. Yeah. Yeah, she's she's a that's pleasant person. That's a good person. landlord. She's a little sad, but she's yeah. a pleasant person. <laughs> Just don't hang out with her in the evening time. Yeah. She'll be fine, yeah. But if you like watching TV, Nancy is she's your guy. perfect. <laughs> that is yeah. your perfect roommate. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, then they, they have a little argument. She's like, he's like, hey, look. What what's going on? And she's like, I haven't seen you in three months. You just come here and propose. Like last time I checked, we weren't on this track. And he's like, When was the last time you checked? And she's like, I'm sorry, Bill, which is not his name. I knew. I caught that the first. I caught that this time around. She said, Bill is interesting because I don't know if I really felt like they really had a full connection. Yeah, I think it's. I think it is weird because I didn't feel like they were going for like a flirty thing. I think she's intrigued by him. Yeah, but I don't know if it's like the point of like. But I think the whole point of her is that she's shying away from fully committing to people. Yeah, Yeah. she's afraid of. It's still. I did think that was weird that like she would even make that mistake. I think maybe she's just she's just used to talking with him more because again, yeah, they haven't true. seen each other in three yeah. months. It's like true. she sees bill almost every day. Yeah. Bill, mm. you're bill, bill new man in my life. So I'm yeah. Mix yeah, him yeah. Up. Um, then he's like, wow. Okay, cool. Um, I just flew all the way out here. I flew all the way out Flowing here. This is like, I, I was, he's like, she's like, I wasn't trying to say anything about it. She, he says, you don't really ever say anything. And then leaves. Mm. Non-committal. Non-committal. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then also, speaking of another person leaves, Nancy's leaving. She's leaving town. She's out of here. She's going on vacation. Yeah, it was, it was a smash cut to like, okay, bye. I'm leaving wow. now. Leaving. Whole house to herself now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's pretty yeah, sweet. Yeah. Um, and then we are now watching Watson do a class about Vincent van Gogh. Oh, uh, yes. And now he never sold a painting in his lifetime, but he's so famous. And what is the meaning of reproducing art? And what does that mean? And also the idea, and this is really, I didn't know what this movie was about, so it was really fun to pop in. And she makes this really interesting point about, like, you know, you can get uh, printed representations of his art. Another way is by having paint by numbers. And that is a new invention of the time. Yeah, this is the is NFT super of the time. comical. Is mm-hmm. The first paint by numbers is just starting out. And and she says it's ironic because Van Gogh refused to conform, and now he is essentially conformity because he's like classical like art now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One other funny bit too is uh, Betty Kristen Dunst, right? Yep. Betty Warren, yeah. Betty, she says, "Oh, people get representations. Uh, I just have a Van Gogh." Like, oh no, that's Betty's friend. Oh, is She's that kind Betty's of a friend? side character because Betty 
well, we'll find out in a little bit, but Betty technically isn't there for this part of the lecture. Oh, yes. That's right. She shows up yeah, late. She Thank shows you up very late. Much. So it's her friend who is, we don't really see a lot of her, but she's of the same kind of cup, the same cloth. Yes. Yeah. So Fancy. Betty Fancy show- conservative. Right. Betty shows up late and she doesn't think it's a big deal. And she's like, I got married. Like, why do I need to start showing up to classes? Like, again, it's this yeah, thing of like. And that it's an unspoken thing of the school to excuse married students if they miss classes really? and assignments. Yeah. That's uh, crazy. That was said by Connie. Yes. Um, and so she's like, why am I. And she does not care anymore. Like, she's like barely listening to uh, Watson at this she's point. She's a joke out of it. Yeah. Right. And then Watson's like, you need to show up. Attendance is important. You need to show up to these classes. And then Betty says, he threatens that there will be consequences for uh, for Failing Watson her. if she gets an F. Yes. Cause, yes. Yeah, because she's, you know. What also said. happens in that conversation is at first they're just kind of sparring, I think, normally. But mm-hmm. then Betty's like, don't disregard our traditions because you're subversive. Yes. And that really sets Catherine off because that's. That's the same word that she remembers Amanda Armstrong oh, yeah. feeling that she was subversive. So it's kind of like a mark, like a scarlet letter. Like yeah. It's yep. marking you as a target. And Betty was the same person who published a op-ed that got her fired, Amanda mm-hmm. Armstrong. Yeah. So that really set her off. wonder if there's going to be another op-ed. Uh-oh. Uh, so then... The power of the press, baby. Yeah. So, uh, Watson is brought into a secret society called Adam's Rib. I was not sure what this was. Uh, I feel like I've heard of that weird society before. I think it's a real society. I don't know if it's a real society. It was just basically all of the students, the lady students, were just uh, like, yeah, hey, the main join character, the main lady characters. students. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they were just okay. like, part Adam's of the secret Rib. Society. I thought that was a fun name. I thought it was cute. That's I was a cute like, little name, fun. Adam's Rib. I, again, I had no idea this movie was. So I'm like, is this about a secret society of ladies? That is funny that that's the first thing you thought. It's yeah. Like, you don't even know if you're on a college campus right and, now. Right. And this is. And then it's like barely mentioned again. So I'm like, okay, this was just like a cute way of getting everybody together. Yeah. Um, they uh, are brought in, they drink, they smoke, you know, they, they, she has to do a whole thing where she's like, you know, you're not allowed to tell anybody what goes on here. And then she starts getting asked tough questions. Like, why isn't she married? And she says she was engaged or engaged or no, she was going to get married to somebody. And then mm-hmm. he went off to war. Yep. Pearl Harbor happened. He went yep. off to uh, war. Yep. Then he came back and everything changed. And they have this big conversation, something that you were bringing up, that people that go to war, war changes people. Like, they go to war, and it's not just the men, it's the women as well. Like, once the war happens, the women also change. Like, everyone changes. Their entire dynamic on, like, the life changes, yeah. right? Like, women, like, realize one thing, men realize another thing. They realize how big the world is. They realize how precious life is. A lot of PTSD. <laughs> a lot exactly. of PTSD. A lot of mental you, health you collect issues. a lot of those things are yeah. more, as well as some medals. Yes. Yeah. Uh, all the students are impressed he went to UCLA. And then uh, Giselle uh, reveals that the teacher is engaged. She says it in front of everybody. Yeah, because she didn't know that they broke up. And, yeah, and then she oh. says, no, we broke it off. And everyone's kind of surprised because it's like that happened recently. Like, what's going on? Like, how is this all going on? And immediately, uh, Betty jumps on this and yeah. accuses her of having affairs, accuses her oh, wow. of all this awful stuff. Of, like, sleeping with Professor Dunbar. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And and possibly, like, breaking up marriages and all yeah. that stuff. Damn. Uh, she really has a big rumor mill. Yeah. Uh, She's in everybody's business. Yes. Yeah. Connie guesses that the teacher had an affair with I, William I Holden. William Holden. That was that was they said that like Giselle heard the rumor earlier in his half. Yes, uh, she had an affair with William Holden, and she's like, "Can you just tell me if she, if it's and, right or not?" And it is. It oh. is. Oh. It, it is. 
and then Joni, Joan, has been accepted into law school and somehow needs to tell her fiance. And there's this whole thing where, like, everyone's very happy and surprised, but yeah. uh, Betty. Betty, Betty is like, you uh, like uh, says like you purposefully did this you heard that she was going to get married to somebody and she was going to and i didn't realize why she was so angry and hurt but i realize now it's because she has this idea of her and joan being you know perfect housewives yeah together and now she's like you heard that she was going to be a perfect housewife and you've ruined those chances Mm -hmm. you put it in this application which is funny because i julia roberts didn't even hear yeah, she was potentially engaged, and so Betty's just kind of going off. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and also, and something you realize also, Betty's really speaking from a place of herself because, like, she mm-hmm. realizes that she is in the ideal situation as like a housewife in a marriage, and, and it's, it's not, not working out exactly. It feels I, I totally can like relate to this as like a friend. You're like, man, we're gonna be friends forever, and then like we're moving, mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, this is the '90s, so we're never gonna talk to each other really again. Yeah, because <laughs> it just doesn't happen, you know, in the same way. Like now, it's like, oh, I can right. keep with someone on social media. So Betty now is very upset, and she writes another op-ed suggesting that a woman's place is in the home. Oh. And I wrote down basically it's a diss track. Uh, yeah, <laughs> honestly, the typewriter is Betty's like diss track yes. vehicle. And she's just like, this Watson teacher, her politics are subversive. I actually wrote it down. Her politics are subversive. Subversive comes back over and over again. And she's just like, she is destroying the idea that women were put on this earth to be perfect wives and live in the home. Yeah. Um, And I'm like, damn, I don't know anything about her. Don't know anything about her life. We see, actually, now that I think about it, there is a scene where, because, you know, she writes the op-ed and then she gets like a photo shoot in her house and the husband just wants to get out of there he's yeah, just like he just I wants, gotta get... let's let's wrap this up yeah. yeah but i didn't know where he's going so i was like oh, i guess he needs to go to the office i don't know <laughs> but it's like no he's got to fly to like new york he's got this whole thing to do which went wrong really mm. he's not actually doing that <laughs> oh yeah so, oh yeah that explains more disconnection yeah so he's in love with his job like i thought he might have been no he's like... in love with something else yeah oh. uh hmm. so then it's a class uh watson goes to teach class and every it's it's this very real thing where like the te- like the students are sort of like laughing and joking she starts showing modern art but it's really like advertisements at the time yeah and everyone starts like goofing on it and then she says quiet you just listen because she's she's upset you can it's like when the teacher comes in and you know they're mad and you know they're (laughs) in a bad place and the whole tone of the entire room shifts vibes off vibes off off from the start yes and so she just keeps showing more and more advertisements the last one she says it's a girdle to set you free and she's like what does that even mean like how is a girdle setting you free like an advertisement for Mm -hmm. something for women to be wearing and she's tying it into like wellesley girls because of the op-ed saying that wellesley girls are like essentially made to be good housewives and she's like she shows one person who's like ironing a shirt i'm like i'm wondering if she like recites chaucer while she's pressing that shirt and she shows Mm -hmm. another slide of a meatloaf and she's like you physics majors can calculate the mass and volume of all this meatloaf and she's like this is what you're doing yeah with all of this education and all of this privilege that you've been given and she says this great thing she says i didn't realize by demanding excellence i'd be challenging what did you say the roles you were born to fill, my mistake. And it's this thing of like, all she's doing is trying to show these women. An alternative way to yeah. look at Yeah, well, that's always like the argument with 
fucking anti-feminists that are always just like, you're trying to destroy my way of life. It's like, no, we're just showing you other options, man. There are other options there. There's I, so many other things you can do. I'm not trying to like say yours is wrong. We're yeah. just saying you can do other things. It's like everyone is stuck on this thing where it's like, this well, is the only path. Yeah. Well, yeah, for, for talking about feminism, that's true. But that yeah. point actually does come up in this movie as well. Yes. I actually wrote down, Dunst is a trad wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. Like it's, it's, from, it's the time where trad wives come from now. Right. There's, exactly. And this it's, is the ideal. It's this is like unquote. what's like so shitty about that too. It's like she. It's not just that she wants to live this way. It's that she's like all women need to live this way. This is the way women should be living. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's bad. Yes, that's real bad. Uh, so Watson's upset by the whole institution. She says it's just a different kind of corset that I've walked into. She's mm. talking to the president. Yeah, she, she just walks. Like, imagine walking to your boss's office and just ranting about everything you hate about your job. Oh, she just does it. It's Qu- she, queen shit. <laughs> Honestly, queen move. And it, the, 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 the president basically is like, look, like, this is a school for women. That's something that, like, 10, 20 years ago didn't exist. We're yeah. trying the best we can. But it's, like, not enough and understandably not enough for Watson. And so then she goes to, I'm sorry, I wrote McNulty. She goes to Dom. <laughs> she goes to it's Dominic okay. uh-huh. and chats with him about this. Domineering and, Dom. Yes. And he says uh, that this place needs her. Uh, she tells him that she's no longer engaged. And so then he gives her a little gift and it's a little viewfinder. <laughs> I thought it was going to be a smooch. <laughs> it's a little, well, well oh, it's, fuck. It's, he's, they're, at, they're in class. He can't oh, be smooch. Not yet. Yeah. They go to uh, his office first. Uh, and they sort of talk a about viewfinder. Like, What's in the viewfinder? The viewfinder is, is it like of, silly dinosaurs art. and like oh okay. It's, it's the Sistine Chapel, which yes. in your half oh. the faculty thought you didn't even see the Sistine Chapel. It's mm-hmm. like damn. And the very last one. How do you know about that? It's Mona Lisa. Mona Lisa. <gasps> Did she smile when she saw it? She kisses him. Wait. That's also, different. because he's the Italian teacher, he's been calling her Mona Lisa as like a fun oh, little I didn't pet know that. name. Oh, yeah, yeah, it happened. Like, okay. It happened like one or it two times. It's, it's very not sporadic. Frequent. And it's also, there's a song in the reception called Mona Lisa. Well, yeah. yeah, Mona Lisa Smile is also a song it's by a Nat song. King Cole. So they, yeah, so they did, yeah. They and they performed that. that at the wedding. Those, right. are, those are the little breadcrumbs. Also, the movie. Also, title. Tori Amos performer at the wedding. Whoa! Does some really great covers of some old standards. I I actually have a note here from a song that I really like in the movie, but it's not to happen. Okay. Uh, They go to a bar. They get very drunk. And there's... I thought it was going to come back later, but I think it was just a nice little thing where, like, they're clearly... Both of them are very drunk and, like, like, laughing with each other and having a good time. And in the background, you see a woman watching them and judging them silently as like she goes to the jukebox or whatever yeah and it's just like a good little moment it never comes up again but it's just a good little moment of like they are free and open and having a good time at a bar and it is unbecoming uh, and you can't escape it you can't escape it in this no. society you cannot yeah. escape that you, judgment everyone's just gonna constantly it's everywhere you, yeah. you can't even cut a rug anymore so she goes to his amazing looking cabin oh my god bearskin rug and everything Whoa. it is i mean i'm not a fan of that but still it is just look it's so cozy very looking. very cozy very quintessential and they clearly fuck off camera <laughs> oh yeah she's coming down the stairs getting Wait, dressed after and, uh, yeah when they when she's buttoning up a shirt she's yeah. coming down the stairs like, like the classic Im- Im- implied classic implication and he is also like shirtless he's just shirtless lounging by the fire the, well, i love that he's on the so like do you think they like did it upstairs and then he walked down and laid logistically the fire. it doesn't make sense i think they just put them in two different like <laughs> horny vignettes yes 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 but like if you actually think of like where did they fuck i, I don't know no i thought they'd do it in front of the fire, fire but, then right? but then she's upstairs, upstairs. Okay. no yeah. here's, what, here's what happened they did it in front of the fire let's crack this code and this, this is the important <laughs> part the, the, they did it in front of the fire bearskin rug forensic <laughs> analysis yeah. they go up, the they go upstairs <laughs> some <laughs> where's the spray? we gotta find it she had to go upstairs obviously because the bathroom's upstairs 
Oh. Oh, because the cabins have weird. Like, yeah, that's like, a fair point. It doesn't make any sense. But it's we're going with it. <laughs> Dude, Why would you put plumbing that? up? Imagine you have to do the like you have to go upstairs to use a bathroom. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, that's gross. Either way, but she, bearskin rug. She tells them that as long <laughs> as they're fire. that's the, not the only thing that's bears. Hey, hey. Uh, <laughs> she tells them that as long as they're doing whatever they're doing, he can no longer like be flirting with and Sleeping having sex with, with the students. Yeah. And he says, he promises that he won't, but, and I wanted to make notice, he quickly changes the subject as if to say like, okay, sure. Now let's forget that I ever said yeah, that. Yeah, let's, like, not let's very... move on from that discussion. And like, whatever this, you say, woman. And at this moment, I'm like, I don't know if I can trust this guy. He's, yeah. he's very charming and sexy. but He's a little slippery. Damn. And then he like reveals that he's got a little war wound on yeah. his like shoulder blade, uh, like the front of his chest. And he's, and she's like, how'd you get that? And he goes, well, and it hard cuts to him telling his class of like girls about like this particular, like how he got this war wound. And it's very interesting how it's like we don't see him telling her. We see the fact that he's hmm. told a lot of people. Yeah, story. and it's very performative. Very practical. It's very like big and loud and he, boisterous. I feel like that, that, that has to happen though if you have like some sort of thing like that people are going to ask about it. You're well, going to perform maybe. it. Well, maybe. maybe and some... that's something from the first half that we didn't mention oh. is that he is known as a war hero, which also adds to his sex appeal at the time. Very is nice. that he's like a very oh, brave. So it, he was in bullshit? Italy. He's Italian. It's a is romance language. Is, is he lying? Well, let's know. keep going we'll on. Just have to tell you. So Connie is at the beach with boy. I just said beach boy. It's uh, Charlie. It's yeah. cousin. It's, it's cousin Charlie. We, we have to remember everyone else's name, but we can call him cousin. Your cousin. Yeah. And there's this really interesting moment. They're like having fun on the beach. They're like kissing. And it's like, oh, it's you beautiful young love, these two. And then uh, he sees the McIntyres, a family that uh, you get the Im- impression that like he's just bored by them. And if they see him. Uh, they're just gonna like talk their ear off and like ruin yeah. the, ru- 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 the they're day. the people they just don't want to talk to you just, like, yeah. Yeah. So, you just yeah you meet people you don't want to see so she goes to the hostess and is like can we not sit next to them and she's like we're only seating people in this particular area and she's like look I'm like having a great time and I don't want this to be ruined and it's this cute moment she's where, like, such a sweetheart she's yeah. such a cutie and she and he's like hiding behind like a scarf and, and hiding stuff. behind a painting yeah and she's like look I need to be able to move this mountain I, I want to get this fucked is, I need <laughs> <laughs> this subtext is like look you and I both know that I need a man yeah need <laughs> this is my one chance and it works but it's clear that he's very embarrassed embarrassed about this whole situation and that he doesn't want to talk about it anymore uh cut to next scene i love this scene because it's literally all the girls just like smoking in a pool like they were doing yeah, synchronized, like, synchronized swimming, swimming and then also like they're they're at the other end just smoking but i mean even in the day when like smoking was not stigmatized why are you doing it in a pool in a pool that's a, that's that's a stick on fire it's why are really you bringing is. water into the mix it's like the worst yeah. thing's gonna happen is your cigarette's gonna get wet because, like yeah, yeah because having are, wet spots on a cigarette i know is this is so slightly annoying. different but y'all read like a popsicle in a pool <laughs> <laughs> i cannot <laughs> express to you how different it's very is. different but that's, like, a popsicle, you get popsicle is water wet, it fucks up you know but it just melts but a cigarette but goes forever. out but it's not like no you can't okay i'm if not you're, even engaging with this i'm <laughs> upset that i am engaging (laughs) eating a popsicle in a water is not going to do as much damage as quickly as a cigarette going out yeah you're also ruining the pool a popsicle melts very slowly even near water but a cigarette it's out i'm just trying to say it's a good time it's i mean it looks like a great time i'm just saying girls surprising okay 
Yeah. Let's get out of the pool. Just get out of. I know. (laughs) This is what being in your thirties means. Yeah. So they're all like chatting about boys and stuff, and um, uh, it's revealed that the I I, this is when I it was revealed to me that the guy that we just saw is a cousin of uh Betty. Yeah. And uh, that she's like, oh well, you know, he's has an on and again, off again girlfriend and also that girlfriend is the the ex-girlfriend is a daughter of the mcintyre McIntyre. he's promised to deb mcintyre right he has oh, a pin fuck it's yeah they, pin. she a wears pin? Like, she wears his like is like varsity pin right. like collegiate pin like that kind of thing. and and she also says the only reason to go to where is it the uh, cape the cape is because you don't want to be uh, seen with the person that you're with. Yeah, mm-hmm. if you go to the Cape in winter, you bring the people you don't want to be seen with. And, like, I don't know if she's telling the truth, but based on everything that I know from my happy it's movie... It's another quintessential Betty put down. It's rough, and it's hard to see it in is. Connie's face, because, like, at first she doesn't believe her, and then she's like, well, maybe I am garbage, and maybe I am yeah, ugly, and maybe I'm unlovable. He didn't want to see the McIntyres, and now it puts yeah. two, she puts two and two together that maybe it's because he didn't want them to see that he's cavorting with someone yeah. else it's really their sad daughter yeah and so she like runs off and in this moment too joan sees this and is hard judging uh yeah. betty at this point like i can't believe you've done this to her like have you how you hurt your friend yeah uh watson uh visits lady it's i now know it's nancy uh who asks <laughs> how can you date that man how can you date uh dom uh dominic yeah. Bill uh, Dunbar. Bill Lumbar. And I'm like, <laughs> Lumbar? Dunbar. 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 Like, Lumbar support. He has so much so support. Well, she, he does pick her up at this point and like carries her over yeah. the threshold. For it's sure. a cute moment. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, all right. We're starting to figure out. I'm like, is that his, her sister? I don't know. And then all of a sudden, Istanbul's Constance. I heard that Istanbul. song in my room. Oh. And I was like, Mike's in all of this. I, was the <laughs> best. I have a little type code and everything. I was like, this shit rocks. Good to hear it. I love it. Uh, I also write down midsummer activities because the they're sa- running around. Oh, yeah, the Maypole. The Maypole. <laughs> That's, That's another thing I wanted to know because I don't know the actual like accounts from actual alumni, but mm. I want to know if they did that many activities. It was crazy. like they're yeah, doing yeah. like they do the hoop racing. Oh, yeah, they do the hoop racing they earlier. They do the Maypole. They're I think like they do an, bicycles. Yeah, they're all riding their own like coordinated bicycles with yeah. matching baskets. I'm like, did you? Was that just college, college for girls so at fun. that time? It seems so fun. What happens when no men are at a college? And everyone yeah. has a, a costume, just sort yeah. of like it's amazing. It's it, amazing. This is the spring fling. I want to go way. to there. Yeah, I know this. It's now spring. It's no longer winter and fall. Ah, okay. Uh, I kind of imagine that when you said there's like <laughs> a maypole. Uh, a maypole. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so I said, lady shows says Snow White reminds her at. Her. Oh, Nancy says that Connie reminds her at her age, and Connie hates this, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is pretty great. I also wrote down Giselle Connie. is getting drunk, and Connie says that she is vomitous. But vomitous basically goes like you're gross. Don't begin to drunk. <laughs> vomitous. Okay. Vomitous. Thank it's you. Vomitous. Ah. Well, it's because she says vomit. the situation they see is vomitous because they see Bill Dunbar dancing with Catherine Watson. Oh, I didn't know. I thought and it was just because she was getting drunk. Giselle, like <laughs> Giselle, like like her facade is like I'm a free spirit, multiple partners. I don't care, but right. it has been subtly shown throughout the movie that she has a special thing for Bill Dunbar. They had an affair, mm-hmm. and she, she he didn't... tried to break it off, and she's kind of not letting yeah, it she's go. Not she is. That's why they were hanging out at that bar earlier. Yeah. Yeah. He's just kind of like, we need to he's break like, this off. He's like, let's break it off. She's like, I just want to talk to you at a bar. And then they go to the bar together. So yeah. like, he's not, you know, 
I didn't pick really help He's not helping, but she also is not really I didn't pick up on any of this. I just assumed that Connie was very judgmental. Like, oh, I yeah, can't believe no. you're drinking. And I'm like, oh, come no, on. No, no, no. You're it's... smoking at a pool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Connie, come on. Yeah, come oh, on, Connie. Come on. Uh, no, glass houses. Uh, so Connie sees, in fact, the cousin, uh, Charlie, uh, at the party uh, with another girl. <gasps> yeah. uh, and she says that she has big teeth. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't teeth. It wasn't teeth. Ladies Huge and gentlemen, tracks and of land. Um, and oh. she's like, I can't believe it. I knew, I knew that she's like goes up to him and is like, I knew that you know you uh, were embarrassed by me and like says all this to him. And he says, uh, that's not my ex girlfriend that I was with. This isn't the was it the McIntyre. This isn't Deb McIntyre. This we broke McIntyre. up a while ago. We haven't seen each other forever. This is a new girl, Miranda, and I'm seeing her because you basically ghosted me. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and this was when I wrote, it's the guy from the bear, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Cousin. <laughs> um and yeah, so she's so embarrassed because she's basically shown her whole ass now mm-hmm. uh, and is also like, I just ruined possibly the love of my life. Yeah. And so she goes off and runs away and um, Betty comes up to talk to her and she's like, why couldn't you just let me be happy? Yeah, because it's revealed not only is she putting her down, she's like actively lying, lying to, her, to her or yeah. like omitting facts that would you know, make her happy and keep this relationship going. And she's like, yeah. And she's like ruining the life of another woman. Yeah. Like it's also yeah. horrible to do. And it's another thing for, for Betty yeah. because if she can't be happy, nobody can. Yes, exactly. And so then Betty just leaves. She doesn't even like apologize or anything. No. She just leaves the conversation. Watson uh, is dancing with a bunch of guys and then is dancing with Topher Grace. Um, I can't remember what his name is. Tommy. Tommy. Yeah. Easy. Uh, dancing uh, with Tommy and Tommy, this part. Oh my God. I almost fucking screamed. No, oh no. Can you tell me about this? Can you actually tell the scene uh, where he's like, yeah, you know, I heard that Joan got into Yale. Um, that, you know, I, at least she'll always have that. Basically he says, mm-hmm. and it's like, what the fuck do you Wait, mean by that? What does Tommy? that mean then? So, yeah. So we all know that Joan, Applied to Yale until yeah. Yale Law School. Shot she got in. in uh-huh. And we hadn't really heard anything from then. And neither had Catherine yes. um, uh-huh. up until this moment. And so basically, Tommy has gotten um, accepted to Penn State. Right. Grad school. Grad oh. school. Wait, no. Not Penn State. It's in Pennsylvania. It's in Pennsylvania, yes. Yeah. A college in Pennsylvania. Um, but Yale is not in Pennsylvania. But Yale is not in no. Pennsylvania. So basically, he's... And Tommy is like... He's cheery. He's not outwardly like toxic or problematic, but he is very like, like flippant almost. Like no, just, yeah, just just doesn't really have a clue about the the true like and effects what, of things and what Joan might want. Joan, Joan might want. He would probably support her, but he probably doesn't really understand the gravity of the situation yeah. because basically, he was he told Catherine, well, like she'll be in Philadelphia with me. What? Well, that's an awful long commute to get dinner on the table at five o'clock. And that's that moment where I also got really mad at Topher Grace, who have been kind of skirting by normally this whole time. I'm like, that's yeah. where your priorities are. Yes. And yeah. he says it with such, like you say, a flippant attitude. Just really like, flippant like, about it. Like it he's is. not cruel, but he's also clueless about what he really, what she's really throwing away. Yeah, exactly. And this, you see it all and on Catherine's pissed. her face. And she's trying so hard to keep it like normal, but yeah. it's like, yeah, it's rough. Uh, so then um, 
Oh no! What's her name? Dunst, Kristen Dunst. Betty. 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 Thank you. I was gonna call her Molly for some reason. Molly. Uh, New character introduced. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Betty can't find her husband. Her husband didn't come to Spring Fling. Uh, he um, left early, I think. He left early, and he uh, apparently had a meeting in New York. He's gonna have his own fling. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Hey, don't jump ahead. And her mom says uh, that. Oh yeah. So she's like, I'm not. I can't stay here anymore. If my husband's not here, I'm not having any fun. So she leaves and she goes to her mom's house. Yeah, that's where when you see up. her mom's house. And she's like, Can I stay here tonight? Like, I don't want to stay. It's raining. It's raining. She's, it's she's dark. out from the cold. It's the middle of the night. And she's alone. Her and husband's she's alone. not in town. Yeah. And she just wants to sleep. In her home, in her childhood bed one and, night. And the mom says, no, this isn't your house anymore. You have to go back to your husband's house. Spencer's. Spencer's house Ooh, is your house now. House. It's not even her, her house. house. It's even Spencer's her house. house. Yeah. And that's house. turning away your daughter from Damn, your home. That's fucked. It felt sad. It felt yeah. really sad. And up at this I mean, point, I'm like, well, all right. I feel I, bad for it didn't, her. Surprisingly, it didn't change my opinion on already bad mom. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It lines up with her. So Watson has found law schools in Philly that Joan can go that she could possibly attend. Like, yeah, she goes to like Joan's, I'm assuming, house and like surprises her and she's really excited to right. be like, you can have it both. And then Joan says, we've actually, we, we eloped. We're married now. Ooh. Yeah. And Ooh. this, like you can see this destroyed crestfallen. And she like takes her outside. They're talking out on the porch and Joan tells her like, look, I want to raise a family and I want to be a housewife. I've chosen this. Like if... I yeah, I'm the one that decided not to go to Yale, and Tommy would have supported me either way. Yeah, exactly. And she says like, you assume that all housewives have sold their souls. Like that's not like, if I look in the future, I'm not going to regret not being a lawyer. I'm going to regret not being a mom, Mm. and not having a family, not having a family, being there to raise them, even Mm -hmm. if she could do both, not being there for them. And it's a really beautiful moment, yeah. and it's also really great because she's all. She also says this really great line: a housewife can be anything. You know, it's not mm-hmm. just like selling away everything. It's like she can be anything that she wants to be. And yeah. then they hug each other. And it's like a really beautiful moment between these two people. It really shows that like Betty and Catherine are kind of foils for each other. They're oh, both yeah. not looking at the other side as mm-hmm. the same as they aren't really appreciating the stories and the art of each other. And it's also a good thing of like you also realize that uh, that uh, Watson <laughs> uh also, it does have a blind view of like this yeah. whole thing, right? She, that, that like be, a fear of commitment is definitely like coming into play and judging like women based mm-hmm. on whatever choice they want to make, basically. Yeah. It's a good moment. Uh, so, uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal uh, is out with an older married man at some kind of like Broadway the show. Psychoanalyst. So psychoanalyst. She's now been dating the married psychoanalyst. And they're like oh. kissing each other. Oh, and she's, whoa. and he's, and it, she knows he's married too. She's, oh. he, but she don't yeah. care. She don't care. And then she's like looking out the window. And speaking of guys being married, Oop. she sees Spencer, uh, who is um, Molly's husband, uh, Matt, Betty's husband, Betty's husband, out with another woman. Oh, and they smooching. And they're smooching. God. Yeah. And this moment, I was like, oh, shit, girl. You got to go. You got to fucking rub this in her face. You're going to fucking. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. Because you haven't had like the full. No. The full Betty experience. No, I was like, you got to fucking like, you got to like, I'm like, yeah, sure. Like her mom sucks. But like, come on. She's been so fucking judgmental. It's true. Uh, <laughs> and. and got to get her back. Then a really sweet moment happens. Uh, oh, Connie goes to the college that uh, the cousin attends and like runs into the dorms where girls are not allowed. <gasps> and she goes in and she uh, she says this great line. She's like, I apologize for all my mistakes, but I'll never make a mistake twice. 
and then he goes mm. and kisses her. And yeah, because he because she saw Miranda going out with someone else. She's like, hey, oh, yeah, that's right. yes. maybe we can start again. Hopefully. Yeah. Uh. And so then she's back and she's like playing a little cello and she's telling all of her roommates about this. And uh, then uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal shows up. Uh, Giselle shows up and yeah. she's like, yeah, I was out late last night, too. And we didn't do a lot of talking. We, mm. were, just, we were just basically fucking each other. Mm. Whoa. And then um, Betty is like, yeah, uh, you are an awful woman. And you're so- <laughs> Tap dancing around the... Uh, she says a really awful word. Ah, okay. uh, very the awful w word. The W word. She starts. Well, yeah, he, she starts the conversation her. because she, yeah, because she was because Giselle was talking about seeing her psych, her married psychoanalyst, and Betty's like, "Well, does he pay you? Because you yeah. can make a fortune." Ooh, really you're going, shit. Really, just really laying into her. And I'm like, you got to the point you, where even Giselle was like, like this, "I need to leave." It was like she the, just got in, and she immediately got, is like, "I need to leave." And I'm like, Giselle, you've got this fucking back thing in your back pocket, ready to throw it out, throw it on that trap card. But then. She it's starts a nice saying, moment. she says, it must be awful being with someone who doesn't love you. And it's in that moment. He that hates you. He, he hates you. And you could tell immediately Ooh. this is not about Giselle. This is about Betty. This and, is Betty yelling at Betty. And instead, Giselle embraces her and she just cries. Damn. And it's like a really beautiful moment. And I'm like, all right. Yeah, that's really good, too. <laughs> it was a good moment because yeah, that was a moment where Giselle could have been really cruel. But she sees the pain through all mm-hmm. of that anger. Sometimes it's good to hold your cards. Yeah, just hold them. You don't got well, it's good to have empathy and, and understand where people are coming from. Exactly. Yeah, you can I mean, it doesn't understand. excuse what Betty has done. No, I'm, I'm it was a good move for Giselle. Yeah, it's a good it, it time shows, to, hold your, to, to hold your mouth and hear the whole story. It shows a stronger character she is. You yeah. know, which because what she values, yeah. which is her female friendships yeah. over men and it would just be so easy to make this character like oh yeah like she is like an awful woman as well you yeah. know and she's yeah. like this and that but it's like no she's actually like a really cool person that just likes to live freely you that's know? the like, thing is that she isn't that. a quintessential like evil character mm-hmm. she just has she just wants yeah she wants to she be wants free to but she's she never to, yeah. she never wants to be a bad friend no no not at all it's a good moment yeah. so then we cut to the school board meeting and uh, uh, Kristen Dunst's mom's like, look, I don't want her returning. But apparently enrollment for her class for next year is the highest enrollment. Like everyone Damn. wants to go to this girl's class. Yeah. So they're like, all right, maybe we'll consider bringing her back as long as there's a couple of caveats, um, which we reveal later. Uh, Watson goes uh, to uh, Dominic's uh, house uh, to like surprise him. She hears somebody in the shower, opens Uh-oh. the shower. And yeah, who do you think it is? Oh, oh, um, oh shit, uh, Nancy. Oh, that would be Dude, so that'd good. That'd be wild. It's his old war buddy, Stanley. Stanley, oh. uh, and he's like, yeah, sorry, I, I, I was just dropping in. I wanted to like say hi to him, and he said I could like use his shower just to like freshen up. Um, yeah, I'm just like meeting up with my old war buddy, and he reveals that they were never stationed overseas. They've never left Long oh, Island. Oh man, and he's pretty sure. That Bill has never been to Europe either. Yeah, exactly. Ooh. And so then, because that's he, he did say that's how he learned Italian. Yes. Yeah. Well, they were stationed in the a language institute right. in Long oh, Island, but they so never left. That's probably that's where he picked up okay. the language. So then he shows up. Bill shows up, and it's this really great moment where, like, she like Watson knows like w- what's going on now, and so she's like, "I know what you. I know what happened. I know you never left." I know you uh, never left Long Island. 
And then he's like, look, I never lied, all right? I just didn't correct people. But it's like, no, you did lie. Yeah, you people would say story. it. People would assume, different. and you never corrected You them. have a story prepared. Like, yeah, the story yeah. is it. Yeah. And you clearly enjoy being that person. Yeah. And he says, he's like, look, uh, he says that he's a disappointment just like Joan is a disappointment. And then he says, you didn't come here to find ev- to like figure everyone else's way out and like improve other people you came here to find your own way he and says. to have everyone else conform to your way mm. basically very like you're judgmental and all that type of stuff but it's yeah. like also you're a piece of shit my dude yeah and she just immediately apologize. yeah she immediately was like don't say that about joan that's a terrible thing to say about joan yes exactly so then uh kristen dunst's mom says that she's uh oh yeah so she has heard that mall no sorry Betty. Betty. yeah it's cool She's going to get a divorce. She wants to get divorced. Yeah. And the mom's like, you are not going to get divorced. Yeah, There's sorry. no way you're going to get divorced. No, you stay there. You're going to stay there. You're going to just accept your life. This is the way it works. Uh-huh. You just have to bear and like certain things are going to change. Bear down, baby. Yeah. And then she says, mom, look, here's a picture of the Mona Lisa. Look. What? what? She, well, she, she has, like she a has this. Yeah, oh, she's, okay. Her mom tracks her down in what it looks like a library, library. because oh, she's okay. been kind of, okay. she's been ghosting like Got her it. husband and her parents. Right. And kind of living apart. And she kind of has this attitude of just like a, a wife that is finished. Like right. she's kind of staring off in the middle distance. Okay. Yeah. And she, she has a book open. It's a picture of the Mona Lisa. And she's like, look, mom, here's the Mona Lisa. She's smiling. Is she happy? She looks happy. So what does it matter? And it's like this really great moment where it's like, that's what it's. That's, that's what it's about. That's why it's called Mona Lisa's smile. Yeah. And yeah. And then the mom's like, fucking fuck this. And she just leaves. <laughs> she just, <laughs> she just like, doesn't even out. answer. She's like, you're being weird. Yeah, you're I'm not out. getting a divorce. Leave. Uh, Watson is invited to return teaching, but the invitation is conditional. Uh, she must stick to the syllabus. The lesson plan must be subject to review and she must maintain professional relationships with the faculty. That sounds terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Really, really clipping her wings. And then she arrives home and there was a congratulations party um, for her, but she wasn't there to be yeah, there for Nancy the party. Yeah, Nancy threw it, but I, she didn't know. Yep. Oh. It was supposed to be a surprise, but she never showed up. Uh, and so she's like, I want to go out. I want to like get dressed. And I want to go dancing. I want to go to a bar. And Nancy's like, no, I want to stay home and watch TV all day. So they they just it's a really sad moment because she just realizes kind of how you can trap yourself, I think, in looking at through Nancy because Nancy's like, let's celebrate. You got a new job. And she's like, you're right. Let's go dancing. And Nancy's like, you can see the fear in her eyes of wanting to go out, want to leave a safe bubble and try something new. Mm -hmm. She'd rather stay home and watch Jeopardy. Yeah. Wait, was Jeopardy on back then? No, it's another show that's like Jeopardy. Oh, it's It's like like Strike It Rich. Yeah. It's like a, yeah, some kind of trivia. Uh, so then the, we get a scene of the class just discussing the Mona Lisa openly, talking about the smile and the like painting and like the historical a- like aspect of it all. And it's like a kind of a good moment, just like people just talking about like their interpretation on the the painting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Watson, this part, can you please explain this to me? She just gets a bunch of paintings of flowers. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> What's going on here? Okay, and one so... of them has the name Ferdy on the back of it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Okay. Me. So <laughs> if you'll notice, they are. It's hard to tell because they all are unique. But that yeah. is the point. It's their own version of Vincent Van Gogh's sunflowers. Is oh. it the class? Yeah, the class oh, as oh, a gift cute. to kind of show that like this. This is what we've learned from you to make our own way and have our own story and our own interpretation of ourselves. Okay. They did their own take on uh, Vincent Van Gogh's sunflowers instead of doing paint by numbers because that's oh. the paint by numbers. It was a paint by number of sunflowers. I uh, see. That they did in the that's lecture. Cute. Thank and you. And Ferdy refers to Connie's uncle, Ferdy. 
back in the very first lecture, where, no, the second lecture when she shows the soutine and they're talking about what makes good art, Betty says, if art can be anything, then a tacky velvet painting would be equated oh, yeah. to a Rembrandt. And then Connie pipes up and she's like, hey, my uncle has those. My uncle Ferdy has like three tacky velvet paintings. He loves those clowns. Ah, okay. Making Got a it. point of like, if someone s- values it, that can be yeah. art to somebody. I see. Okay, thank you. Because I saw yeah. this, I'm like, I don't fucking understand what's going on. I don't <laughs> yeah. know who Ferdy is. I don't know why. Who are all? Where are all these paintings from? Yeah. Okay, now I understand. Mm-hmm. So then they go to graduation, and it's it's graduation day. Everyone's wearing their gowns, and then Kristen Dunst uh, goes up to Watson and is like, "Hey, I wanna. Uh, do you know anybody in Greenwich Village? I want to move there." And mm. her mom's like, "You are not." moving to new york what are you talking about like you are married and she's like nope i got divorced and Filed i'm gonna divorce that morning yep Damn. i divorced that morning and i want to move to greenwich village i believe with giselle giselle mm-hmm. yes uh who uh everyone implies is a lesbian <laughs> well it's she, okay so so betty says like yo you heard giselle what would you tell ta- what would you call her and then she says a nickname that involves a jewish slur oh yes 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 that's right uh, yes implying that racism you know, is well. racism and classism is alive and well awful as we all knew it was in, we all knew. Was in the 50s good times but then the two of them are going to move in together and have a great time and it's kind of a beautiful moment because up until then they sounded like they didn't like each other that much and now they realize like oh no like we can be together and then we get a cut of uh who do you think is, is writing the uh, editorial? Oh, okay. It's got to be now. It's a mystery. We it's never, mystery. We never see their Molly face. that we got? No, I'm just kidding. It's yeah. Betty. It's Betty. Betty, right? Yep. She's writing about uh, her teacher. She says that she meant a lot to her. She wound up sailing to Europe, which I did not realize why that was so meaningful, but it is. Uh, yep. She's, she's doing going to Europe. Finally she does not Europe. return as a teacher for the mm-hmm. next year. No, I um, fuck that. And then there's this really great moment. I almost kind of like choked up a bit. This is a really beautiful moment. Oh, yeah. I fully cried. I was like, am yeah. I hungover or is this movie actually <laughs> me? Watson's in the back of the car and all the other students are on their bike and they're all following the this car. This is the oh, Captain, my captain moment. It, very uh. much so. It's beautiful. It's it's really beautiful. They're just following along and uh, like neck and neck is uh, Kristen Dunst there just like watching her. They're all the... following on their coordinated bikes. Yep. It's beautiful. Chasing and... after her. They don't want her to leave. And then uh. it all ends with her smiling. Uh, smile. So that still lines up with my time travel theory that maybe right. okay, at some I point she was, <laughs> she was Mona Lisa in a past life, maybe. <laughs> and then, mm-hmm. anyway. And then the credits roll, and it's uh, photos and videos of like women, like a montage of like women in advertising, as well as women in the workplace back yeah. in the day. That's cool. And like the historical like imagery of like women like at that time period, yeah. basically. And that's the end of the movie. Hmm. It's very sweet. I really it's a movie sweet a movie. It's like it's not comfy. doing something. Yeah, it's very comfy. It's not doing something like super nuanced and super complex. Mm. No, but, but it I, still has merit. I, I think. think. The thing oh, is, totally. I don't think it has to really and i think the thing that makes it nice is that i feel like all the characters are very complete and complex and act yeah. and act like they all are like have these predetermined kind of characteristics already but they all kind of respond to the events that happen in the film very realistically very naturally and you can very yeah. easily empathize with almost everyone in this movie and i think that you know even though it's not doing like you said something that's like groundbreaking or mm-hmm. new it's just like sometimes that's fine and i think that the way this movie does it is just executing something simple like this on such a high level and such competency is yeah. just is very nice to see and very welcome because so many of these could be like 
like you said, there was like many times where like the Giselle moment where she turned into actually being like actually a cool person. Like it was very easy. She could have cut down that down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just a lot of moments where they set you up for something like that. And like, no, actually this person is this. And you know who does suck? The Dominic West. <laughs> <laughs> the patriarchy. The patriarchy. Patriarchy, yes. I will say, yeah, it does. One thing I think this movie does really well is very succinctly like explain and show kind of the thesis of the film. I think yeah. it communicates the message very clearly. Yeah. I, I think it helps that there are so many different like like women characters in the movie because it is like one it's a very simple thing, but like you look at the beginning of the movie, you're like, obviously Joan is gonna become a lawyer at the end. She's not yeah. actually gonna yeah. be like a housewife. And it of is course, a little yeah. This like tight knit, like conservative lady's absolutely gonna be a housewife. Like that's just where it's gonna go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in the end it's a complete opposite. And it's like yeah. but you understand why they made these sorts of decisions and it's like they are valid reasons and like I don't know, it's like it, it would be easy for it's also kind of great too because even like uh watson's character in the end it's like she ends up going to europe and she continues to like live the life that she wants to yeah. live and that's totally valid and cool yeah was... in in the op-ed in the very closing op-ed um betty says something that i think is a really sweet line is that um people some who wander mm. aren't aimless yeah exactly and that's describing Catherine watson of just because you haven't found the actual purpose that society says that you should have doesn't mm-hmm. mean you aren't searching for something and having a plan and yeah yeah which is a very good central thesis to a, a movie that's all about like people who clearly have like planned their whole life including you know betty i mean she was like like the first time we saw her doing anything really was planning like the scene planning the wedding yeah it also helps that there isn't a character that's just like straight up like I am like right all the time, yeah. you know, like everyone is sort of like trying to figure out everything. Like even Julia Roberts' yeah. character yeah. was also like not right about Joan, you know. That's right. Like exactly. A, exactly. That was the main thing is like, and I think that's a, a more complete look. If you're looking, if you're having a, dis- a feminist discussion is that it's, it is about, like you said, choices yeah. and not, not putting down one plan of, of understanding that women can be, exactly what they want to be even mm. if they would like to be a stay-at-home mom like yeah. that's as valid a career if it's the choice they want to make yep it's it's allowing women to just make the choice for themselves yeah. and not for other people to make it for them even if it's another woman making it for them mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a great movie i really yeah. enjoyed it yeah I had a really good time i was, sad. I was on the it was, let me say this movie i was sad i had to stop watching yeah it it's, was, it's definitely cozy it's very yeah. nice yeah i really enjoyed the vibes of this film love the colors love the season it shot really <laughs> well like, it really the look of it and yeah acted across the board everyone really did yeah. a good job yeah well thanks for coming on the podcast yeah. thanks for having me it was back. lovely yeah this was yeah great. glad to be back yeah i'm glad yeah actually i think one of the last movies we talked about was like stepford wives i know there was moments <laughs> oh, wow. there was moments i think the scene where joan reveals that she got married like i got like a weird stepford vibe when when Catherine looks at her, it's like it's that scene when in Stepford Wives where she comes over to her friend's house and finds out that she's been churned yes, overnight. Yes, yes, yes. And it's like suddenly like her walls are closing in and her world is getting smaller and she's losing allies. And it's like 100 percent. I definitely felt that, too, at yeah. the same movie. So it was very. And I remember that was the last I think that was one of the last it was like that movies one, I was in. Heather's. And Heather's. Other one. Oh, also. Uh, oh, Sleepaway Camp. Sleepaway Camp. And oh, my God. Cabaret. Cabaret oh, was technically the last one I was in Cabaret, but yeah, yeah. Stepford Wise has some interesting, very yeah, similar, very parallels. similar parallels, parallels and what they're talking about. Yeah, at the yeah. same Check them all out on any podcatching yeah. app, guys. They're really good episodes. Why don't you leave a five-star rating and review? We read in the show, no matter what it says, uh, even if it is 
uh, an op-ed. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that you typed out yourself like, yeah. about how subversive this podcast is. Oh, my God. Is. Yeah. So subversive. So subversive. Crazy. <laughs> We're so crazy out here, you know, yeah. just, just us guys. Yeah, us, you know, and, yeah and sometimes guests. Sometimes hey. guests. Yeah. All right. Well, good night, everybody. <laughs> good night. <laughs>Would you guys like to discuss the movies that we talked about on the podcast, recommend movies for future episodes, or maybe even watch movies with us? Check out the Discord. You can find the Discord on the latest episodes or on the website, theotherhalfpodcast.com. We're just hanging out chatting. And while you're there, maybe also check out the section of the Discord, which is specifically for Ethan's uh, streams on Twitch. Uh, you get updates as to when he goes live. Just keep up to date with us, with Ethan, the podcast, and the stream. It's also totally okay if you just want to hang out and talk about the podcast. You could hang out there and maybe we'll see you there and watch a movie or something. Or maybe you're like, wow, these streams are so much better and you just totally ignore the podcast. That's also another option. That could happen. Why not? Why not? (laughs) The Discord is your oyster. Come join us. The Discord is your oyster. Join it.